Hello and welcome to another episode of Observe and Report. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Jason Simmons, and sitting across from me, as always, your other host, Jack Smith. Hello. And this is Observe and Report. This is the show where we watch things and we tell you how we feel about them. And it's been a minute since we've seen each other. It's been a while. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Gotta, we're busy folks. We're busy folks uh, out here, you know, living life as much as you can in a pandemic. Hustling around. Yeah. Uh, and also staying inside as much as and possible. And also that, yes. <laughs> um but yeah i mean i feel like i've racked up a bunch of things that i've eaten this time i know there's stuff i've forgotten but like it's it's enough for me i'm just trying to go for the prime cuts all right <laughs> i like it I'm not trying to give you the chuffa but you might think it's chuffa but whatever i watched it and i liked it maybe some of these things I already didn't defensive like. i love it some of these things i didn't like oh i can't <laughs> wait i can't wait jason but um i can start off if you like me to yeah let's do it I will tell you about something I really, really enjoy that awesome. is currently still airing, um, or premiering, rather, I should say, uh, weekly, uh, Invincible on uh, Amazon Prime. Okay. Um, an animated series uh, starring the voice talents of Steve Young, Sandra Oh, uh, Jillian Jacobs, J.K. Simmons, Seth Rogen, oh, wow. Andrew Rannells, Mahershala Ali, Zazie Beetz, and our man, Walton Goggins. Did we cast this show? We probably did. <laughs> um, it's an animated series uh, on Amazon Prime, uh, created by Robert Kirkman, uh, the creator of The Walking Dead. Oh. Um, started out as a comic in 2003, um, had a very finite run uh, for about 144 issues. Uh, so the story's all written. It's all complete. There's no need nice. to like, you know, you can read ahead if you'd like to. Uh, it seems so far to be staying very close to the, to the source material. Okay. But um, I might actually watch this. You said Amazon Prime? On Amazon Prime, yeah. If you I'll are a Prime it subscriber, out. it is there. But the uh, basic story is, uh, this is the story of uh, Mark Grayson, played by uh, Stephen Young. Amazing. Uh, who's just coming to uh, discover his superpowers. His father is Omni-Man, played by J.K. Simmons. Cool. Uh, who is the strongest superhero on Earth. He He's very much like a Superman type character, okay. super speed, super strength, all that stuff. Uh, and his mom, played by uh, Sandra Oh, is just a regular human lady. She's a realtor, um, okay. but it's trying to keep everything grounded. Um, there is a deep, dark secret that uh, his dad has. <gasps> Ooh, I can't wait to find out what it is. Uh, and it will deeply impact uh, his relationship with his family and the Earth. Um, I would not want to spoil anything. Mm. Um, the comics are there if you want to read ahead. It does stick very close to the comics. Nah, I'm good. Um, but this show is very impressive. It's very colorful, very bright, but also it. very violent. Oh, um, okay. It's got all the bone crackies. Oh, Jesus <laughs> um, Okay. So you might have to mute or maybe skip or fast forward the parts for you. Can I tell you, mm -hmm. recently Apple announced that they were getting, they're doing a new Apple TV, which is like- Like I, a new box? A new remote, Jason. Ooh. Do you know what this new remote has, Jason? What does it have? The mute button. Oh, do they not have a mute button native no, to it? No, they do not. I have to sit <gasps> and with my two remotes and just <laughs> go for it. Just and my mute button drawn. on my big remote is so very tiny, Jason. <laughs> oh, and then I panic and I'll press one thing and I meet to press the other and it's a lot. And as much as I do not want to spend money on this stupid thing and it's not an issue, mm -hmm. I use that mute button so much that it might be worth it for me to invest in this. Your hell might be watching action movies with no mute button available I, to you. Honest to God, I wouldn't watch them. <laughs> because I just... as Or I would have to stop and fast forward through stuff. And mm -hmm. then, like, 
I wouldn't be able to watch, not that I care that much, but like fight scenes because like, someone's arm is going to get bent and broken. It happens constantly. I hate it. Let me forewarn you, Invincible happens like a bunch okay. almost Do every episode. Do you usually episode. see it coming? Um, yeah, you usually okay. see it coming. Like, um, I mean, I have, it is a useless talent, mm-hmm. but I can see that shit coming a mile away. <laughs> <laughs> I'll mute it and then I'll be like, hmm? And Three then, seconds later, yep. snap, crack, pop. She'd be like, look at you go. I'd be like, yes. <laughs> it's your spider sense. You it is. What's happening. It is a useless talent. <laughs> um, but thank you for the heads up. No, no, you're, you're absolutely welcome. Um, I've been loving the show. Um, it's been like just... I feel so tense watching it sometimes. Like, oh my God, the mystery. Oh, people are discovering things. Ooh. But like, I know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, the pacing of it is so good. And it's like wonderful to hear things voiced. Mm. Weirdly enough, Stephen Yun sounds so much of what I thought the character would sound like in my head. That's awesome. Where she's like, this is bizarre. Get out of my mind, Stephen Yun. <laughs> also, get in my mind, Stephen Yun. Um, it's really enjoyable. And I, it's one of my favorite things I've seen this year so far, as far as like a series. Um, I believe that the season will run for like 10 episodes or so. Mm-hmm. But Are it's, they 20 minutes? Um, no, they actually, this is surprising. For an animated show, they're doing like 48 minute long oh, episodes. Shit. Like they're they're going they're, the distance on yeah, this. So okay. you really do feel like a story develop um, awesome. in the course of like 48 minutes, which really, like I said, like the tension like builds at points yeah. where it's like, uh, please release this. Yeah. Um, or, or like, you know, you're able to have like a good, long, fleshed out fight scene and you have able to have like a lot of B plots. Like, Nice. Characters that you think would be side characters, like, mm-hmm. oh, we're spending a lot of time with this character. Like, That's nice. They're not the main character, but like, I wonder what Zachary Quinto's character is up to. He seems to have very important things happening with him. Um, so yeah, like it's, I, I like where it's going. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think this will have the fervor behind it, like uh, a Walking Dead or something like that, gotcha. because I just feel like you know it's an animated show, but mm-hmm. it's aimed at adults, and I just don't think many people consider that. Um, yeah, yeah it, I would say. This show has something similar to like uh, the kind of like violence you'd see on the boys, but none of the cynicism and none of like the oh. tongue in cheeky, like, you know, mm. like, look at me, like, bad boy attitude. Gross. Gotcha. Um, it is very, uh, very earnest and That's like nice. trying to tell a superhero I story like for sure. It's yeah. refreshing these days, which is sad. Yeah. Unlike yeah. Scared Stupid, but we you know that's a different story. You know, check out episode one of our podcast. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? I'm talking about Ernest Scared Stupid. That's what I'm oh, talking about. God, so <laughs> but I'm anyway. surprised this podcast continued, quite frankly. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> this friendship has endured a lot. <laughs> but regardless, well, what else have you watched? So, mm-hmm. unlike you, I for a while, I was just going, I couldn't deal with new stuff i was just going through old stuff mm-hmm. that comfort um, food yes mm-hmm. i went through and rewatched all the avenger uh yeah all the mcu movies oh wow okay big undertaking it was <laughs> um i don't have a life though so it was fine um <laughs> there were some things that struck me throughout various films mm-hmm. um I did like the second Thor movie more than I expected. Surprising. Yes. Was it not a snooze fest? Was it? Yeah, I guess I just <laughs> kept in like kept in mind like who cares about Natalie Portman? <laughs> kind of 
her, eh, her character, not her fault. Yeah. It was a useless character. She didn't have anything to do. And I think going into it, knowing that, knowing everything we already know, mm-hmm. made it easier and more digestible of knowing, like, I don't have to care about this character because they're not doing anything with her for a very long time. Mm-hmm. So I didn't feel the need to get invested in it. Interesting. And so I could just kind of watch the story. Um and it was just generally more entertaining than I remembered it being. Okay, so that one was refreshed in your yeah, memory. Yeah, I was like, okay. Okay. Um, I still didn't feel many feelings for Doctor Strange. I okay. just, it's a perfectly fine movie, aside from the fact that, you know, Tilda Swinton is white and it should have been an Asian character. Mm-hmm. Okay, tough pull to swallow. Um, but I, I just, I don't know... Maybe it's because you're used to seeing someone who is average and normal mm-hmm. either be imbued with powers or whatever and become so much more. Right. But it's a guy who's already like a top-notch surgeon. <laughs> and like, yes, he gets in a car accident, which is 100% his fault. Mm-hmm. And like, yes, he messes up his hands. But like, you live in this penthouse apartment in New York City. Like, I... It's hard to root for you. Like part of it feels like he didn't learn his lesson in some ways. Yeah, kind okay. of. Because you still come out on top. <laughs> like, like you, I mean, whoop de doo you learn to not be such a freaking narcissist. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Welcome to being normal. Like, it, but now you also have power over time. Whatever <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? So this guy was winning and now he's just continuing to win? He lost one power and gained a much greater power yeah. as a result. So I still, the movie was fine, but I I, it's my, I think it's my least favorite of all the films. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, I really have um, a newfound appreciation for Natasha Romanoff. Okay. Because let me tell you something. She's got a good attitude. <laughs> She's smart. Um, and she, like, she figures out how to, like, close the portal. She doesn't get enough credit mm-hmm. for just paying attention and, like, trying to help people and shit. Like, my, like, I know there's going to be a Black Widow movie, but I also mm-hmm. want to see the movie of, like, her leading the Avengers, Avengers, essentially, like, in that time skip between me too. Uh, Infinity War and yeah. Endgame. Because she seems to be the one running things. She is, yeah. Well, everyone's either retired or quit or, like, you know, figuring out things as best they can. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so there's, I'm curious, like, wh- what happened in that time period? Give me, give me, like, a, just like a 20 minute short film because it doesn't because from the films that happened before it doesn't feel like she's the one that would hold it all together no like what brings that out in her to want to keep it all together because that was her only family and she's like i'm just gonna keep doing this because if not this what else Mm. do i do Mm -hmm. so i just like have a newfound respect for her okay um and you know i I'm very concerned about all the damage that they do. <laughs> I was like watching the Avengers, the first Avengers movie, and I was mm-hmm. like, "This is not good, guys." Yeah, I this is. I get why they're mad. <laughs> <laughs> Again, when I watch these movies, they just kind of wash over me. I'm uh-huh. not paying attention. So I was like, "Yeah, mm-hmm, okay, you know, I I get it." Like you get why you know Sokovia Accords happen. Yeah, it's like no, you guys should be policed. You're kind of walking bombs. Each of you. Yeah. Yes, even you, the one that could, whose power is just aiming. Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> 
So it was just kind of an interesting ride. I enjoyed it very much. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, uh, most things I found I enjoyed more than my initial viewings. Wow. Okay. And maybe because so- I'm just desperate. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of movies to watch. It is. I know you didn't watch in one sitting. I'm sure it was like over time. Oh. <laughs> I know. Just I took a week <laughs> off. Like, I just went for so it. So I cut my eyelids off. <laughs> Best decision I ever made in my life. <laughs> yeah. It was probably over the course of a couple weeks or something. Mm-hmm. And there were some that I've seen so many times that I didn't feel the need to like throw I Ragnarok. Truly pay attention I didn't through. even, I don't even think I rewatched it. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are some that I skipped here and there, but I watched the majority of them. Um, uh, yeah. And I'm just sure, like, watching them, like, all together, you realize, like, the tonal shifts over time where it's just, like... Yeah. Like, they just, like, okay, they, they, they're they confident in what they're doing at this point. Yes. And, like, oh, we're, we're telling an overarching story now. Mm-hmm. This is not just, you know, basically phase one is just understandably we're establishing stuff right here we go it feels almost like can we do this i think we can do this okay we're laying down these tracks like mm, okay mm-hmm. and then i think the first one maybe where you really feel it maybe a little bit before this but like captain america civil war mm-hmm. is like oh and i remember when that movie came out i was like oh we might have gone to it together i can't remember we might have seen that together um i was like that was a we didn't expect anything because it's captain america and he's kind of boring mm-hmm. but it was like that was a really good movie the fight scenes were different like oh okay like there was i don't know it felt like there was a big shift there mm-hmm. for the better in many um, ways it felt like an avengers movie because yes, like they're all 100%. here kind of totally. <laughs> um like oh guys you, you did it mm-hmm. all right like um, yeah yeah so uh it was a delightful journey that's good yeah like and and more to come, of course. Yes. And uh, also, you know, Spider Man is coming. The Spider Man movies are coming to uh, uh, Disney Plus oh, uh, relatively soon. Nice. Um, they made that deal, so yeah. The, truly, everything is going to be there. Oh, the old Spider Man movies. Old ones and the new ones. One, the Tom Holland ones as well. Oh, they're not on there. Uh, no, they're not on there. Because <laughs> I really want to. I mean, I think I've seen it like twice, but I want to. Recently, I was like, oh, I really want to rewatch the most recent uh, or the animated Spider Man movie. Because it was so oh, good um, and the music is so good. Yeah, yeah. And Spider Verse is on Netflix currently. Um, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Sweet. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Um, another thing I watched that I really enjoyed, mm-hmm. um, Solar Opposites season two on Hulu. Um, it's You're a real Hulu man. I, you know, I pay for the service. Might as well watch it. Absolutely. <laughs> um, what is it? Uh, yeah. Solar Opposites season two created by Justin Roiland, uh, featuring the voice of talents of Justin Roiland <laughs> and, uh, Thomas Middleditch, uh, Andy Daly, uh, Christina Hendricks, Alfred Molina, uh, and yes. Sterling K. Brown. I oh, hmm. hmm. <laughs> thinking about him is nice. Um, I think I tried to watch this, and you told me about the first season and how it's like it was Dan. It's the like one the of partner the, of Dan Harmon, like his writing partner. It took out the Dan Harmon. Yeah, and you can see where that gap is. Kind mm-hmm. of. I think I tried it, but I couldn't get into it. That's it's fair. I, I to me, it's like Rick and Morty with out the cynicism okay. like it's it's a very self-aware show it's very uh pop culture savvy 
Um, and, you know, that shows throughout. Um, but to me, the strongest point of this show is always the B-plot, which mm. is always, like, the B-plot focuses on this colony or, like, of miniaturized humans. One of the aliens on the show, like, miniaturize, miniaturizes people that upset him in, in the world. <laughs> oh, like, I you fired me in an elevator. I'm going to miniaturize you. Like, you had terrible service at this restaurant. I'm going to miniaturize you. Half of my company would be miniaturized. <laughs> oh, man, that'd be great, Jason. It'd just be, like... Normal-sized women and tiny men. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Okay. And, like, the plot focuses on, like, you know, the, he kind of keeps him, like, in this hamster wall. Um, <laughs> and it's about, like, the society that's therein. And, like, season one, like, has this gigantic revolution and coup with, like, Andy Daly becoming, like, the king of this world. That is amazing. <laughs> I cannot get enough Andy Daly in my life, even in cartoon form. He is fantastic. Like, his... <laughs> voice acting is really wonderful he's low-key like one of the funniest people in the comedy game but he i think because he's just a sweet little white man like <laughs> who's so like just blends in that he doesn't get the credit that he's due like review is one of the funniest shows oh that's God. ever existed it's so funny. i've only seen a couple because it can be very oh, cringy it's extremely cringy but like it's so good his anytime he's on a podcast he's so good he's I, game he's for so, anything he's so quick yeah mm -hmm. oh i adore him he seems like an incredibly nice person yeah <laughs> um but he, at the end of season one, he becomes king of this miniaturized <laughs> world. At the start of season two, he's, like, become, like, like old and tired, even though, like, mo only months have passed. <laughs> um, but in season two, it becomes, like, a detective story. And Sterling oh K. Brown is, like, the detective. Mm. And he, they promote him to become a detective because he was a uh, story supervisor on Bones <laughs> <laughs> in the regular world. His this character. is my dream, Jason. <laughs> and I, I knew you'd appreciate yes. that. And like they keep making reference to that. So like they never promoted you to producer. No, all right. <laughs> they didn't. <laughs> and it becomes like a sticking point for him throughout the season. Um but again, like, yeah, the the, the A plot is fine. Tons of jokes, but the B plot is the real juice of this show. Okay, maybe I'll does the B plot go through like in every episode? It goes through in a Almost. little bit in every episode, okay. but then like it gets like at least one episode of the season where it's all B plot. Oh, no, okay. Maybe I'll no give a it a plot. try. <laughs> um, I, if there could be a super cut of that, yeah, like it's that'd be great. worth it. Um, but yeah, like, um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Like the, the second season as much as I did the first season. Um, it, it, the show knows what it's about. It's found its stride and nice. like, it knows like people really like the B plot. So we're going to like give them some more oh, things to do with awesome. that. that's awesome. So yeah, um, it's on Hulu, um, both seasons right now. Awesome. Yeah. Um, let's see. So, uh, another thing that I went back to that I think I only watched once, mm -hmm. um, and because I enjoy, uh, the podcast I know you'll never listen to, mm -hmm. Gorley and Rust. <laughs> Gorley, hell yeah, Rust. <sighs> I adore them both, just sweet dorks, and... Every time Paul Rust makes a silly, goofy dad joke and just giggles away, all I can think is, Jason would hate this. Give him such a wedgie. <laughs> such a hot wedgie. He'd never forget it. But um, I, like, I subscribe to their Patreon. Like, I love it. Mm -hmm. I have not seen 98% of the movies that they talk about. Okay. I just like listening to them. But they were recently going through the um alien franchise okay okay which those are movies i actually can watch great um and i went back and watched alien covenant oh okay yeah yeah i really enjoyed that movie really yeah i just remember being like 
a little bored and disappointed by it. I think that I just really enjoyed Michael Fassbender's performance. He's very good in those he things. He is fantastic. And like, if his performance wasn't good, that movie would have fallen apart. Mm. Um, and so it was just kind of a study in acting almost of just like watching him. Like, um, I would I'd agree with you. Like the parts of his isolation, it, they're very interesting. I think in a world where uh, I go to work and I'm fairly isolated at work, mm. I can really resonate <laughs> with David and how he feels. <laughs> um, I feel like this one, they were trying to get back to kind of the feel of the original Alien movie. Okay. Um, with you have a kind of female leader um, and you think it's, kind of ending but there's so much more Mm -hmm. um it in the way that uh with oh god i'm not remembering the names the gut burster the chest burster Mm -hmm. alien um you kind of think like oh okay that's that happened that was the big like what we're working toward and there's so much more to that movie um you kind of think that like they're rescued because so much has happened already when like they're getting picked off now they're maybe they found someone to help them fight through things but he's actually a whole new danger um it was just it was more entertaining than i remembered it being okay so yeah i enjoyed it more like what the only part of that movie that uh disappointed me Mm. i think or or the part that just didn't sit as well with me was that i wish Part of me wishes it was a direct sequel to Prometheus, and part of me wishes it wasn't at all related to Prometheus. I agree. I tried to rewatch Prometheus, and I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> I find you all annoying, and this is... it. Prometheus almost has nothing to do with Alien. Like, True. If that movie was just a separate thing, fine. Yeah. But like, oh, we start at the Alien friend? Like, that's how it started, and now we're here? What? It, yeah. And so I didn't rewatch that. And even though this is theoretically a sequel to that, like, I didn't, aside from knowing, like, uh, that Numi Rapaz was in the first one and they, he and she and Michael Fassbender escaped, that's really all you need to know. I kind of wanted to see more Numi Rapaz. Like, uh, that's a thing. Like, part of me was like, I would, it just needs to be two different movies. I yeah. want the sequel to Prometheus and also I want a new alien movie that has nothing to do with Prometheus. 100%. Like, that's, I guess, where I stood on Alien totally. Covenant. Um, a little bit of fun trivia that I heard the other day. Mm. Um, um, I'll tell you about this after we're done recording. There's a podcast that like goes over movies that were never made. Uh, oh. They go over like the version of Aliens, <gasps> Alien Three, oh. that like never actually got made. I did not like Alien Three. I'll tell you about the other version after we're done. I think because in in listening to Gorley and Russ talk about it. Mm-hmm. They liked it, and I was like, oh, this is the first time I really disagree. But I think it's coming from a different place of, as we were talking about how off, like, about my anger at how women are so much physically weaker than men. Mm -hmm. She crashes. A, it just, as I've said before, and complain about, it undercuts, it undermines aliens completely by killing Newt. Yeah. And it's like, okay. So there's that. But also, they she's at this prison colony full of these awful men who are rapists and murderers and like as a woman like that is 
it almost has nothing to do with the movie just like for me to enjoy it like that mm-hmm. is such the idea of that is so terrifying that i have trouble i mean not that you're supposed to root for the inmates really mm-hmm. but like it's hard for me to enjoy because i'm just like oh they're awful men and they're so scary and i don't like it it's you the original plot much different than that like you can see the threads of how the original plot became that Mm -hmm. but like there's so much less murder and rape in the original plot they're threatening to like rape her and she almost like they start to attack her like oh that is tough to watch Mm. as a person let alone a lady Mm -hmm. so yeah i like, I had very different feelings about this none, film. None of that existed at all in the original script. The original script, they were uh, anti-technologists that got oh, exiled from Earth. That's from, from Earth uh, as like a punishment. Like, yeah, we were all members of like, you know, the company, the William Tani company. And mm. like, you know, we basically said, you know, screw that. Like yeah. technology is like, you know, destroying this world. Like, okay, as punishment for your crimes of mm. like trying to destroy this Sabotage. company. Let's send you away to a planet with no technology. That's awesome. And that was the original premise of like Alien uh, 3. Like, yeah. what if Ripley had nothing? Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. didn't have her friends. She didn't have like her family, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is essentially what this is. Yeah. But in a different, more terrible way. <laughs> like, you have no weapons, <laughs> yeah. no modern uh, equipment to Oof, face this thing. That is scary. Like, what if you just had like essentially medieval era technology? Just some maces. <laughs> like, maces, like basic things yeah, like yeah, to yeah. fight off this thing. It's like, that's interesting. It feels like a different kind of movie. Mm-hmm. Like, but yeah. I will say the one thing that I didn't realize upon going back and watching this, Charles Dance is in this. Oh, yeah. And he looks good, Jason. <laughs> Do not scrunch up your face at me like that. Rewatch the movie. It's young Charles Dance, uh-huh. younger mm-hmm. Charles Dance. And like, he's also, his character is like, I mean, he's made mistakes, but uh, he didn't, like, intentionally murder anybody. Hmm. Uh, he did accidentally murder people. <laughs> it was manslaughter. Let's not talk about it. But, um, like, because his character is also the one, like, kind of normal-ish, sympathetic character. I honestly forgot that. He never plays those characters. Yeah. Go back and watch it just for him because you're just like, well, no, you're not going to fall in love with him. Because <laughs> why would you? I would. And I did, Jason. Mm-hmm. I did. And Zed and I were both like, hmm, Charles, <laughs> I see you. Uh, a little bit of uh, alien trivia. Like uh, in each movie, uh, a, their, each android is named for a different letter of the alphabet. Then the first movie, Ash is the android. Second movie, oh, Bishop's the android. Right. There's no android in three, right. but in four, Nona Rider is Call. Right. And David D in Prometheus. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it goes so so on and so forth. Let's keep making them, but it's, you know, 2037. So, naturally, when they get to M, it's like, <laughs> Michaela. It's like, oh, God, Michaela the android. Get out of here. No one wants a Michaela. She's always on TikTok, that <laughs> I don't want to do your dance, Michaela. There are aliens attacking us. God. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I should take a rewatch of some of those things. Um, one other thing I watched mm-hmm. um, was Zack Snyder's Justice League. Let's get into it, Jason. Um, my goodness. Um 
a question. Did you see the original Justice League or did you not? Yes. Okay. I have all seen the original Justice League. Uh, I've described it on the show before and in life in general. Um, to me, it was like, oh my God, look at that. A C minus. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> like if, if I had to equate it to a paper, it's like, this is a C minus. Like this, this passes. Mm-hmm. This isn't terrible. It's not good. Mm. But certainly not terrible. Like C minus. And this just feels like, huh. So you added about 15 more pages of weird poetry and odd lyrics. This is a C, uh, Zach, Zachary. Um, Zach, are you paying attention? But let's let's talk about editing and self-editing and how we can become <laughs> better writers, okay? <laughs> Jason, one of my, I only have two notes. Mm-hmm. The first one is just so many ancient lamentations. <laughs> oh my. There was at least seven additional ancient lamentations. And like when... <laughs> when um aquaman is going back into the yes, ocean yes yes and this town of yes. small nordic folks like one creepy girl picks up his cable knit sweater smells it and then starts to sing her ancient lamentation and then everybody slowly joins in i was like what what is happening? the fuck like Zach, you poured over this film, and you decided that this had to be added. This does nothing. It does absolutely nothing. It's just you waving your dick around, and I hate you for it. <laughs> like, it's it's to me. I don't, I don't hate it in that sense. To me, it was just like this is an awkward teenager. It's just silliness. Like it's like, so. Ugh. I I interpret it as like this is what a teenager thinks it is to be an adult. Like, to be weird and dark and moody and to curse a lot. And, like, that's what it is to be a grown-up. Mm. And then to contrast that, like, I, I watched the first episode of, like, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, like, the, yeah. the day this came out. I'm like, oh, like, he just got denied a loan because his credit's bad. Like, that's real. Yeah. <laughs> like, that feels considerably more adult and real than, like, shit, fuck. Yeah. Weird singing at beaches with yeah. Icelandic women. Just drinking heavily. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it was so awkward at points. Yeah. Like when uh Ezra Miller, when he uh saves uh Iris West, mm-hmm. um, played by Kiersey Clemens, like he's just like creepily looking at her and like puts a hot dog in his pocket and just like yeah. really caresses her face. It's like, why don't you just save her and yeah. stop being a creep? <laughs> oh, my so my issue is not with Aquaman, it was just with the singing. Oh no, yeah, the yeah. singing was weird. It was absolutely weird. <laughs> and yeah, I just, it was very dark. Like sometimes it was difficult to see the film. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I started to fall asleep at one point because um, I just knew what was happening. Um, I I understand why people liked it more and I did appreciate that there was more backstory so I actually understood yes. what the hell was going on. It's like, oh, this is why Cyborg's here. Yes, his storyline being so much bigger, like, this fucking makes sense. It connects and it's way a, more things. Yeah, and it's a completely, quite frankly, different character of, like, mm-hmm. in the first one, you're just, like, I know this sucks, but, like, you're he's just a one-dimensional, like, really angry kid. This one is like, oh, buddy, you've gone through so much, like, and now we see all of it, like, and now you're actually the leader of this? Yeah, like, you're Damn. legitimately the heart of this. Yes. Like, okay like this is a a good change that yes. happened like i'm yes. glad this character is here like i understand why he was pissed mm-hmm. you know at like his reduction of his role mm-hmm. in in the in the joss whedon version absolutely like yeah i would be mad too i totally get where you're coming from totally like i appreciate that he really does get like you know an explanation of his family structure his mm-hmm. life like 
it, they re- did a good job. Like, you're probably the character that audiences know the least yeah, going into this. 100%. Let's take time to actually give you an explanation. Like, people coming in here already know who Superman, Batman, Aquaman, like, God, Wonder yeah. Woman, everyone is. Mm-hmm. But you, most people watching this are unfamiliar. So totally. let's give you the time to, like, flesh out this yes. character. Like, that was fine. Those were the two biggest changes that I appreciated that made it better of increasing the backstory kind of generally across everything, Mm -hmm. especially him, and then, like, actually giving him a fully-fledged character. Yeah. That, like, you really root for. He's great. I'm glad they took away the thing of, like, Batman just being like, I want to get out of this. Like, I'm too old for this shit. Like, you can't keep doing that with this character in every movie. And if you don't want to be here, why would I want to be here? Yeah. Like, if you're not (laughs) interested in, like, saving the world, how about you let someone else do it? Yeah, then retire, old man. (laughs) Yeah, give it up. Just pay for this. Pay for everything. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, like, it's it's just, like, such, such a weird mix of things and like definitely too much mm-hmm. in this um yeah like th- there there were some there were choices that were made in this like just visually like okay that is better i guess to have like this thing happen at like night as opposed to like this weird red sky yes because that was i realized it was happening in the first movie like this is very red guys mm-hmm. i I don't know why, but okay but then there's like other weird teenager choices like well so why is superman in black like because it happened in a comic in the 90s? Why are we doing this now? <laughs> like, yeah. This makes no sense other than like, he should wear black because that's what badasses wear. Like, all right, Zach, cool. Yeah, it was, you could see where Joss Whedon tried to lighten it up mm-hmm. because it is a joyless film. Mm-hmm. That's um, true. <laughs> as we all expected it to be. Um, did the things that lighten it up, were they pointless? Yes. Did I enjoy them? A little bit, yes. Like, what the is it the flash no what's his name it's the speedy guy yeah the flash okay um him like saving the random family that was in the house and then in the truck yeah pointless i happen to enjoy it it. because it was the only levity in the original movie (laughs) i will say this like you know they saved the world but who knew that the world was actually in trouble who knew that they did anything other than them in this movie mm-hmm. <laughs> like all their fights happen in secret places away from the world like there's a couple scientists who are like i don't know batman saved me like in a basement somewhere like these weird bugs stole me but i guess i'm okay now yeah. is something going on like <laughs> <laughs> like no one they, they felt like there were all the stakes and none of the stakes yes. at the same time yes 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 like that was like kind of weird about the movie in general um and yeah like they're also just like look i understand that a terrible tragedy happened in your life but like it just felt if someone's watched this movie and they don't know what happened it just feels weird that we lingered on a shot for like a suicide prevention like billboard for like 10 seconds and like why is this here oh it's that's a little odd i might have fallen asleep <laughs> um that's yeah like that's i don't know but He's, at what point does that happen when he picks up the flash in like the uh and batman goes to meet the flash uh-huh. and they drive him in his car right and they just like t- make a left and then let the camera moves away from the car uh-huh. to this billboard and it's like oh. i understand what happened i know why that's there but like it's not relevant it's not re- this is weird like this yeah. is something you put at the end of the movie in the credits sure for you know people yeah. to, to, to see like just hey this is the number to call these are things Oof, to do it's yeah. just like mm, this is that um but overall again you got a slightly better grade thank you for turning in this paper sure here are your lyrics and odd drawings back 
Um, <laughs> you have a weird future ahead of you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, um, they changed the look of the bad guy. Oh, yeah. Steppenwolf. He looked much better in this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also made it connect to a larger bad guy. Oh, right? yeah. Dark side. Um, I was just like, oh, oh, okay, so there's this guy. It it feels better to see him. It does make it feel, I will say this, the movie does make it seem like, okay, so something will happen next. We're building on something here, yes. guys. Okay. Um, the studio has not yet said, like, we're moving forward with that. Hmm. Uh, originally, Ava DuVernay was supposed to be making a story about that character that you see there and other characters like him, the new gods. Oh. But that movie got shelved for some reason mm-hmm. shortly after the release of Zack Snyder's Justice League, which makes it seem like so you're moving forward with his vision or with her vision. Yeah. What's happening here? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it feels very awkward. That is weird. Yeah. I want. Um, do you think it's because um, uh, uh, what's the movie that she did with Oprah and Reese Witherspoon and Mindy Kaling? Oh, um, a, uh, a stitch in time. Uh, God. Yeah, wrinkle in time. A wrinkle in time. Yeah. Um, that's why she got this movie. It's like, oh, oh you, you can make me? big action with like effects. Like, oh, I thought you movie, can manage that well. I thought that movie got panned. Um, critically panned, but like mm-hmm. it just someone there at Warner Brothers said like, yeah, you can handle this because like, look at this. Like, you are managing this large movie with a big budget. Like, mm-hmm. well, okay. like I'm sure like that's like the reason why she got that. Interesting. Um, and it would be kind of cool like okay what does like you know this acclaimed like black female director like how, what's, what's her, her take, take on the yeah. superhero genre like totally. this is this is a first like mm-hmm. i'm really cool and it's very cool i'm very happy to see like you know what she does but to shelve it just feels weird they yeah. um also shelved a james wan project uh a spinoff of the uh aquaman film oh uh called just the deep um the, he faces those like uh monsters from the deep at one point <gasps> and it was gonna be a movie a horror movie entirely about them amazing and it's like oh james wan you direct that movie but also you know horror that's your whole wheelhouse okay. what else has he done i know the name but i can't <laughs> all those annabelle movies i believe the conjuring oh, and no. whatnot oh and it's like no. th- like you've made an entire you made so much money off of those movies yeah like it'd be interesting to see you do that'd be that. super cool but again they also said like uh, actually we're asking that you sit on the shelf so I don't know what's going on over there, but I then again, like neither do they. So <laughs> good point. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, my only other note was I literally threw up three times after watching this. Oh god! <laughs> it was probably coincidental, but nonetheless, I'm gonna blame Black Snyder for that. Um, I think I just ate too much popcorn. Um, so I watched Thunder Force. Oh yeah, okay, I did, did see that. It? Yeah. Um, it was fine. It was, uh, I think Jason Bateman kind of stole the show for me mm-hmm. with his little, uh, crab, crab, crab hands. Um, I, it's kind of a bummer. It was good in that Melissa McCarthy is best at playing eccentric weirdos, mm-hmm. but it was kind of a bummer to see Octavia Spencer just be a normie. Because she's so funny. She's very funny. She could absolutely be like, you know, the the loose cannon. I didn't theme. want her to be the straight man. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was light and fun. Um, weirdly, af- like after I finished it, you know how Netflix will pop up like 
a suggested thing to mm-hmm. watch. It's usually in a similar genre or something. They suggested Saving Private Ryan. And I was like, guys. Who do you think you're talking <laughs> That's to? That's not the order in which we watch these. It's very odd to suggest that. Very weird. Fun movie, good movie, but just like. I think your algorithm's awful to get a little yeah, bit, guys. Yeah, you wouldn't suggest this after that. No. Uh, that kind of made me laugh. But um, it was, I was ready. I was bracing myself for, I can't remember what the Melissa McCarthy movie that was made before this with her and Bobby Cannavale. Supercomputer or? Yeah, that. It was about the supercomputer, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that was a dud. And so this one was at least better than that and a little bit funnier. Um, and the jokes were just a little bit better. Super intelligence. Super intelligence. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was it was fine. I thought it was okay. Um, a little forgettable. Totally. Um, I just want Melissa McCarthy to stop typecasting herself you know <laughs> like you know you're good we know you're you're good you're better than this like you don't always have to be this character Mm-mm. you could have been the straight man in this one if you wanted to she could have i don't yeah i don't know mm. i agree it's it is redundant to see her in the similar roles but this one i th- was toned back quite a bit mm-hmm. it wasn't like yeah bonkers yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um it was she was still really funny mm-hmm. um but yeah it was okay yeah um another thing i watched uh oh uh this was a movie i did not like at all <laughs> um i watched i care a lot um starring rosman pike uh peter dinklage uh mm-hmm. diane weist uh isaac gonzalez uh isaiah whitlock and chris messina mm-hmm. it's on netflix mm-hmm. I absolutely felt like, oh, yeah, Rosamund Pike, like, you know, won a Golden Globe off of this. Like, I, the trailer looks super yeah. interesting. Uh, the story being about uh, a woman who is obsessed with being rich and she chooses to do that through the criminal, well, slightly legal activity mm-hmm. of becoming the guardian of elderly people and then selling off their assets to then make herself money. Yeah. Um, and I thought to myself, like, wow, that sounds like a pretty interesting story. Like, guardianship is something that isn't talked about that often. Mm. I have a lot of experience with, like, guardianship through, like, you know, work that I've done and just, like, life experience. Like, I wonder how they're going to play this. And it doesn't really focus on guardianship at all as much as it focuses on, like, her being a shitty criminal. I hated her character. Yeah. Like, the character is utterly irredeemable mm-hmm. and not, like, in a good, fun, cheeky way. Not like, at look all. at this criminal, like, just, you know, get away from things. I, from moment one, I wanted her to die. She is reprehensible. I started to watch it because I felt the same way. I love Peter Dinklage. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish I, I wanted to just like fast forward to see his parts. Um, but I think I only got 10 minutes in. It was just like, oh, you're terrible. The current world is terrible. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you know there are people out there who this might be an exaggeration of how much money people can get because yeah. she seems very, very wealthy in this. But like, there are very few things that are sadder than old people being taken advantage of. Absolutely. Like it kills me. So like, I know this is, this happens and like, I, it's breaking my heart. I can't watch this movie. And it just feels like several times over, they try to make her either sympathetic or like a protagonist you want to root for, but it's like, you stole a person you steal people for a living it's terrible the most vulnerable people aside from children yeah. yeah and like 
they they what's weird is they try to like off play like well Peter Dinklage is no saint himself. They they stole his mom, yeah. and we never see him do terrible things. Mm. <laughs> like we get told time and time again, he's a terrible man. He's a mobster, but we don't see any him do anything bad yeah. in particular. Um, but I don't know. Like this just felt like. It felt like the movie was trying to say, like, this is feminism. And it's like, is no, it? This is just, just a bad person. This is just pointing out that women can also be crooks. <laughs> yes. That is 100% that what is it points out. nothing to do with anything, really. Like, if you like cool costumes, people dress really well in this movie. Yes, it looked very shiny. Um, but, like, everyone seems inept at what they do, except for her. Yeah. Like, she is, like, you know, this super intelligent, like... She is just a wolf among sheep. Yeah, gets out of any situation with, like, either her, her mouth or her ability. Mm-hmm. And, like, everyone else is just in, an idiot or doesn't live up to be what they say they are. Like, the judge, played by Isaiah Whitlock, like, what what is the follow-through? Why would you consistently believe this woman is helping people? Have you investigated her at all? And, like, Peter Dinklage consistently, like, you know, states himself, like, oh, I'm a very bad man, but, like, you're your people are inept like they're incapable of doing the simplest task like this isn't even funny (laughs) at this point like it's just stupid it seems like a bummer yeah what was what was it called again uh i care a lot that's right okay i was just like i I didn't get anything out of this like but if you want to see cool costumes people in awesome suits like there's that uh (laughs) um yeah, it it didn't do much for me, and like it sucked because I was so excited to see it. Me too. Like I was like, oh man, I'm like I'm really gonna enjoy this, and then just like it didn't deliver for yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. Um, I failed to mention the plot of Thunder Force, which is Melissa McCarthy and Octavia Spencer, who I didn't realize are best friends in real life, and it's so adorable. That is um, wonderful. Yes. <laughs> they are estranged former best friends. Octavia Spencer has become an incredibly. Um, successful scientist Mm -hmm. and Melissa McCarthy is just I mean there's nothing quite frankly wrong with what she does but uh like she works at a dock and whatnot um but uh they are reunited um and Melissa McCarthy is accidentally imbued with superpowers and then Octavia also grabs some and uh they're fighting some bad guys yeah consistently Bobby Cannavale. I love that <laughs> he is in everything. I just saw a trailer for another movie that has nothing to do with like comedy or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he and Melissa McCarthy are also in that. Oh. It's like, do you guys just insist on working with each other? I no think they what? just like each other it's as far adorable. as like, <laughs> like I love it. Like, oh I love working with Melissa. I love working with Bobby. Like easy to work with, yeah. like fun to work with. Like I get it. I would also work with my friends all the time if I could. Totally, it's. Uh, I just love that he's like her love interest, and he's very sweet mm-hmm. in the first, in the other movie, and this one he has shoulder pads and is ridiculous and terrible. <laughs> he does have shoulder pads. <laughs> he always has shoulder pads, which I think is hilarious because he already is like a big he's dude. He's a huge man. Yeah, he's great. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's see, next up, I watched Monster Hunter. Oh, oh my God! Why? How'd you? How? Why? <laughs> I'm so surprised you've seen this, Jason. You know I love monsters, but it's Paul, the bad Paul Anderson, <laughs> Paul yeah. W S Anderson. Yeah. Oh no! Tell me all about it. <laughs> oh, I mean it's terrible. <laughs> I mean it's exactly what you think it is, Jason. No. But I want I. So tell me, what did you know going into this? Mila Jovovich is fighting monsters okay 
You did not Period. know it was based on a video game? No. Okay. A very popular video game. Nope. Never heard of it. <laughs> okay. I saw Monsters and I saw Mila and I was like, guys, I'm in. How interesting. Okay. Go um, on. My first note is just so many monsters. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically instead of her fighting zombies per usual, she's fighting <laughs> monsters. You know, she crosses over into she plays the head of this uh, small Task force, small platoon of soldiers mm-hmm. who are out looking for these other soldiers who disappeared. Um, basically, there's like another realm that they fall into mm-hmm. uh, another group not from earth also fell into this realm um led by uh, i think i sent you a picture of him it was from this uh, uh led by ron perlman oh this is what, this that, is what was. that was um and so uh ti is in it T- what as a soldier um he's uh dispatched up quickly <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> and uh it's she stumbles that she's in the desert there are monsters everywhere this uh, asian guy from the other group uh he kind of has figured stuff out so he saves her but also like weirdly keeps her hostage even though it's just them so mm-hmm. like why wouldn't you just team up instead of being weird about this they don't speak each other's language of course they end up you know teaming up um it's stupid uh, Ron Perlman looks insane. I thought you sent me a picture of Ron Perlman from the movie uh, City of Lost Children, where he like has weird makeup on. But no, this is a whole different Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman loves to be in makeup. He's really good at it. Uh, I hell, mean, Hellboy. But I'm curious about this. It was he the leader of the other bad other bad guys? I mean, they're not really bad guys. Oh, they're the just another group. opposing group. Yes. Okay. Um. Um, he just looks truly insane and it's so fucking funny. Um, his hair is, he looks like, uh, an outcast from Cats, the movie. Oh God. Cause his hair is so bonkers. Yep. That's insane. Yeah. Um, it's like they forgot to digitize him into a cat. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's a big old kitty. Um, so yeah, it's a terrible movie. The monsters are fun. Um, yep. Oh boy. All right, that sounds like something I don't want to see. Um, nope, <laughs> I don't regret it. Oh god, because they had monsters, and that's what I was looking for. Can I give you a little context of the video game and what it's what it's about and how please do different it's probably from this movie? Sure. Um, yeah, Monster Hunter is about uh, essentially you team up with your friends to go and hunt monsters and sell their bits for money and like to make your weapons better and to just like it's like a job that one does. One is a monster hunter to defend their village or to, like, make money. Jason, mm-hmm. that would have been a better story. Like, it, most things would have been, <laughs> but that in particular sounds great. Like, it's it's weird that they decided to go with, like, an American military group, mm-hmm. like, being thrust into this world. Like, why couldn't it just be set in the world? <laughs> yeah, why isn't a world full of monsters? Like, why couldn't it be a, a band of people together? You could cast the same people and just that like, we have to defend our village from these giant monsters that want to come and crush it. Perhaps here's why. Mm-hmm. It all, for the most part, takes place in this deserty area. Mm-hmm. So... You know, it's cheap, the desert. Wow, that's so sad. There's just, he's in a cave in the desert, in this little cave thing that's very easy to build in a studio set thing. And then there's like one other location 
toward the end, but that's probably mostly CGI. Uh, I think it is. In fact, I just can't remember. Uh, it's all CGI. So, so when 93% of the movie uh, is just desert and you have a very limited budget, that's probably why. Wow. That is just me guessing. I will say this. The game does it. has many locales, many uh, biomes and environments that, that you go to. That costs a lot of money, I bet. Like, it is a globe-trotting adventure. You're in, a, in an Arctic area. You're in a desert area. You're that in a jungle. You're in a, an open plain. Incredible. Like... It is a very uh, visually rich game, mm-hmm. so it's very sad to hear the movie is not. <laughs> no, this movie is not visually rich. It is a desert. Oh, God. With rocks. That's Ooh, it. Well, that's embarrassing. And then, like, caverns of spidey webs. <laughs> <laughs> I am so impressed that you watched this movie. Yeah. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched something that... I'm ultimately conflicted on. Oh. I liked it overall. Do tell. But the last moments of this series, mm. like, just made me had to re- made me rethink things or just like look at it very differently. Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm. Okay. Um. I also watch it. So for th- for those who who have not uh, seen it, if you love Under Rock, if you don't like Marvel things, this is a continuation following the events of Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. Um, we are reuniting with the. Falcon, played by Anthony Mackie, and the Winter Soldier, played by uh, Sebastian Stan. Um, and essentially them dealing with the retirement of Captain America uh, when the world desperately needs one. Um, and essentially them fighting against what is seemingly a terrorist group mm. um, that is uh, upset over the what will become the displacement of millions of people mm-hmm. uh, as a result of everyone coming back after the, the blip. But yeah, I the the, the perform. Let me just say the performances were great overall. Agreed. Uh, Anthony Mackie, Sebastian Stan's chemistry is fantastic. Yes. Um, adding Daniel Brühl to their mix for a great. while, wonderful. Mm-hmm. Those three play off of each other really well. They're fun, yeah. Um, I'm in love with all of them. Yes, like good uh, God. <laughs> oh, Jason, this was a show for I, me. I, Let me tell you, man, flapjack stack. Oh, this is great. <laughs> and weirdly, I'm more attracted to Sebastian Stan with the arm than, <laughs> than if he had a regular arm. Like, give me that beautiful silver strong man arm any day of the week. For real. I'm sorry you can't show it in public, but I'm all about it. <laughs> You're always trying to do that. Just take the sleeve off, all right? Why are you so embarrassed? I He would come home one day, because we're living together, obviously, <laughs> and in his closet, every shirt that's hanging there would have the left sleeve ripped off. <laughs> and what are you going to do now, babe? <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> Listen, be proud of yourself. It's fine. I know this also contains horrible memories for you and trauma, <laughs> but like I really like it and I'm into it. So please just do this for me. You ride on it at night, just <laughs> like in silver sharpie. Yeah, put little hearts on it. Mm-hmm. Oh god, Mrs. Winter Soldier. <laughs> um, I will say for Daniel Bruhl's character. I didn't like one little retroactive like construction thing they did with him. Mm. Like, um, you know, in Civil Civil War, he mm-hmm. was like just just a dude. Yeah. Just a sol- a determined soldier. Yes. And then they kind of reversed that by like, you know, making him like, well, I'm a rich baron. And like. Uh, this was never mentioned, guys. Yeah. Like, and like, if he had all these resources before, he did he not have to do this. <laughs> yeah. He could have just literally paid someone like $5 million to get what he needed and do all the dirty work themselves. Yeah. He would have like a crew of people. Like, and then he wouldn't be in prison. Someone else would be in prison. Yeah. 
So, like, what are you doing? Like, he'd be such a mastermind, like, outside of this. Yeah. Just very convenient resources. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is, like, fine, because, like, that's more of what the character is in the comics. But, okay. Like, we are in the movies, and, like, you know, you already said he was something else. Yes. So, it's weird that we would, you know, kind of ditch that for this other thing. I agree. So, I don't know. He looked good in that coat, though. He looked great in that coat. That was a wonderful furline jacket. Great coat. Really rocked the shit out of that coat. Yes, hopefully it's faux. I'm sure it is. Faux fur. But <laughs> boy, did he look good in it. But I love his performance. I love his interaction with other characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that he was so single-minded, mm-hmm. despite seeming like, you know, aloof and on their side. Like, mm-hmm. I will absolutely work with you guys. But understand, I hate super soldiers. Mm-hmm. There can't be super soldiers, guys. Like, you can do anything you want in my house. Absolutely jump up and down the beds. Like, you know have all the food you want but if i see a super shoulder in here guys i'm, I'm gonna lose it i'm ju- i'm just gonna lose it all right yeah he's a little bit of a loki not quite the same but in that like he will he has that unlike loki he has that single minor vision but he'll flex as he needs to mm-hmm. if it's convenient for him and you can never really trust him right um but it does makes seem, it fun it does seem like he has a lot of respect for yes sam and for totally. Bucky. Totally. like I might not agree with you guys, but I do respect the yeah, shit out of you guys. Totally. Like, you guys are good at what you do. And I fully recognize that you could kill me at any moment, mm-hmm. so I'm just going to, like, be quiet over yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sharon Carter becoming, like... I was so disappointed me by too. that. Me too. I was like, no, sh- I totally... I kind of wish she had a big... I understand why she didn't completely. Mm-hmm. There's so many characters in those movies, but when her character did pop up, I really liked her. I would have liked to have seen her play a bigger role than I expected her to yeah. when they put her in the trailers for this show. Mm-hmm. And then, like, granted, we don't know her as well, but she is like Captain America. Her aunt was Peggy. Like, yeah. She should not have that turn. That doesn't make any sense. It's like, what would Aunt Peggy think? Come on. Yeah, like, that's not who you are as and a person. What, what annoys me with that, with her turn, is that we don't really see the road of how she gets no. there. Like, we... we See, the last time we see her is in, uh, what, Civil War? No, Civil War, yeah. yeah. Last time we see her is in Civil War. Where she's and, committing, quote, treason by giving their stuff back to them. Like, and she's treated the worst out of all of them? For real. Like, how? How, how is, is Bucky out and about walking around? And you're not Just partying. going to therapy, and she's, like, yeah, excommunicated. That's <laughs> That doesn't insane. make any sense. What did she do what in between the, the time? What was the clerical oversight? Also, anyone that would have cared, didn't they blip away maybe? Like, I don't know. I have no clue. It just, it did not make any sense at all. It was weird. Yeah. It for sure was weird. Um, yeah, outside of that, um, what's her face? Erin uh, Kellyman. Uh, Which person is she? The, the red-haired girl that was like the head of... Oh, uh, yes. The Flag Smashers. She's a really good actress. She's a really good actress. Like, I... I, I hated her. <laughs> like, I 100% empathized with her. Uh-huh. Much like... Unfor- um, oh, God. Uh, the big bad guy with the glove. Oh, Thanos. Thanos, thank mm-hmm. you. Like, what he was... He wasn't wrong, mm-hmm. but the way he went about it was wrong. <laughs> we don't all like genocide. And same with her, of like, I understand exactly where she's coming from, much like Sam. But also, maybe let's not go on a murder spree. Mm-hmm. But she's such a good actress. And then I saw, I haven't, I finally finished it, I think yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and so I haven't been watching interviews, so I, I want to go back. I think I saw a short one with her, and she seems so lovely that I'm just like, <laughs> damn, you're good. I couldn't fucking stand you. You were such a whiny, like, teenage adult. Mm-hmm. Oh, you drove me crazy <laughs> with your adorable freckles. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I haven't seen her since, uh, since Solo. And yes. it was like, whoa. I was like, I know you're from somewhere. Oh, yeah, you're just always me. a rebel. It bothered me for a second. Like, I know your face. Yes. Because <laughs> she's so distinctive looking. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, I, I like that character. I liked, um, you know, I understand why she went about it in the way that she did. Totally. But And I get that, like, you know, she didn't have a seat at the table to talk this out with anyone. Totally. And But at some point, it's like. Just let Sam be the connecting fiber in Come this. on, man. You're so close. Yeah. You were dipping your toe in there. Just like, come on. Mm-hmm. Um, other actors that I'm, I'm, I've, of course. Your guy. My guy, White Russell. Yep. Oh, like, he <laughs> terrifies me and also I love him. <laughs> it's like... Yes. He, his ability to go from so like kind of almost boy next door, like sweet and mm-hmm. stuff to like oh you have crazy eyes yeah is impressive he's got two modes and two modes only. yep <laughs> docile labrador he is Fer- a human labrador <laughs> ferocious chihuahua <laughs> it was his character that that made me just like double think about this whole show again mm. like uh his character john walker the u.s mm-hmm. agent um, who is like you know the the second Captain America essentially? Like I appreciate that character and the struggle that he goes through totally. trying to live up and like walk in the boots of Impossible. someone that he never yeah. could. Absolutely, you know, um, it's, without at first superpowers, it sucks to get thrown out there with just you and your buddy, <laughs> like with no support, with no, no backup, with no guns. It doesn't. Like, it doesn't make any sense as a government decision. No, not at you all. should not be fighting. You are purely a symbol. Absolutely, you should retire as Captain America. Like you're open malls and like, yeah, you're kissing baby. You're cutting ribbons to hospitals. Like yeah. this is not for you to do. You've done enough, sir. Absolutely. Also, like you have severe PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> like, why are you being allowed to do this? Um, if I'm his friend, I'm like, no, I'm not doing this with you. Like, dude, are you dumb. out of your fucking Let's mind? Go home. Um, but what irritated me about his character, or rather the treatment of his character, is that mm. he kills someone, you know, videotaped and broadcast live yes. to the world. And for that, he is not sent to prison. He is no. not, like, you know, tried and, mm-hmm. like, you know, found guilty. He's just sus- dishonorably discharged yeah. and sent home yeah. to go back to his own devices. Like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Like, especially in this climate, in this world, what yeah. happens in the news every goddamn day, you're going to just let this be part of the show? Mm-hmm. That, that felt really weird and did not sit right with me at all. It certainly stuck out as, like, oh, Okay, especially like we're going after this young girl mm-hmm. who up until that point hadn't killed anybody or maybe she had blown up that one building. Mm-hmm. But like you guys were going hard on her for not actually like doing that much. Mm-hmm. It really reflects our times, Jason. It's just, and, and that's the other thing like, <sighs> with race being a, a theme of this show, huge, a part yeah. of this show. And, like, you know, a black man being Captain America being, like, you know, a huge thing in this mm-hmm. show. Like, this, essentially, white cop killed someone on camera, mm-hmm. and you just let him get back to the game. And he also has a redemption at the end that seems totally unearned. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, they're like, well, you know, basically, 
their justification for it is, well, you you were a good soldier before, so we're going to let this one blatant murder go. Guys, like, what are we doing? <laughs> What I expected <laughs> I expected major repercussions and then like uh oh Captain America is now a bat like if he goes to prison that's gonna be tough. Yeah. Like here we go. <laughs> no. Then we don't do it. Yeah, nope. Like, yeah. Like that just felt not even like house arrest. No. No no no. Just like, out in the world. Just, after committing murder. You like, know what I don't want to be around that guy. That dude. That very unhinged man. Yeah. Also, isn't this uh, essentially an asset to you now, America? Or like, yeah. this is someone that you get their lock and key. Like, hey, he has a, the super soldier serum inside of him, coursing through his veins. We're just going like, to let him be free. I mean, so quite honestly, weird. why is Bucky out and about? Yeah. Like, like I, I get that he has, I get it. He was brainwashed. He was brainwashed. But I wouldn't necessarily let him out in public. Yeah. Like, just internationally maybe keep him domestically and he has to like let you know when he's going somewhere you should have a, a collar on him yeah a put bell. a little tracker you know just, we gotta keep an eye on you just let, let us know where you are at all times like you're you're a free man you're not in prison but but <laughs> you're also not you killed a lot of people over 60 of, years you kill a lot of people bucky your sexy sexy arm <laughs> um so that alone i was like oh okay i mean i don't hate it because i want to watch the show but also mm-hmm. doesn't make sense it doesn't make any sense yeah but they were really cool i mean overall the the yes. action scenes and set pieces in the show fantastic the best part of that entire show was when those door melange ladies came in oh, and just beat the shit out of captain america because at that point he's the worst and you're just like god this guy sucks i just want to punch him in the face oh, and then my dreams came true jason and i just got to sit there and wash and like all the anger i've been feeling for a while i was like yes 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 and he says at some point after the fight of just like they they're not super soldiers they're just really good women like <laughs> that's hilarious you got your ass kicked by a bunch of ladies like, with spears the, oh it was the best the funniest part of that to me is like they take they disarm the vibranium weapons that mm-hmm. were stolen from their country mm-hmm. from these men from these white dudes and, like, they don't even take them back. They're like, ew, they've been touched by other people. <laughs> we don't want them. Goodbye. Take your fancy plate. <laughs> We're good. Like, yeah, we know you stole that plate from our house. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't want it back. Thanks. It's Mm-mm. been, you've been eating off of it. it it'd be weird now. Cooties. <laughs> it was great. And then Daniel Brule's character being like, and I'm just going to slip out of here. This, is, <laughs> this has been great. This is hilarious. <laughs> and goodbye. Like, wow, that seems like a cool fight. Anyway. <laughs> Respect, ladies. <laughs> that was my favorite part of the entire show. That was great. Um, surprise of Julia Louis-Dreyfus showing up. Yeah. Um, I like her as a bad guy. Yeah. Is she a bad guy? Question mark. Who knows? Oh, I mean, I, I like her. I think she is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like her as a mysterious uh, person. Mm-hmm. Um, She's a- intimidating. Apparently, that character might be in uh black widow oh um, cool and it was supposed to be in that first oh but these are both you know the spy side of marvel so interesting i imagine they connect in some way that's cool also whenever 
uh, actors come in like this late to the franchise, mm-hmm. I'm always just so excited for them because you know they're like, holy shit, I'm gonna be in it. This yeah. is a big time thing. Like, I'm sure she was stoked. I'm sure her. I think your children are grown over, but like they're stoked. Like everyone's her stoked kids about are into this. These movies, I'm 100 sure. You know, so like that has to be so exciting. Mm-hmm. And, and she like, just gets to ham it up, and like she gets to be funny and scary and mysterious. Mm-hmm. Like amazing, absolutely gets like the Catherine Hahn treatment in this. Yes, of just like I get to be as big as I want, <laughs> and I can be pretty damn big. I just get to walk around confidently in nice clothing. Yeah, it's great. So I'm I'm curious to see how that plays out with things. Um. And yeah, like uh, the the storyline of like you know the the other Captain America, um, played by Carl Lumbly. Oh God, yeah, that's like, devastating. Devastating, interesting. I, yes. I'm I'm, I'm uh, that comic book is very good. I'm, I wonder if they'd ever like translate that to like an oh, actual like on screen okay. thing. Um, the resolution of that was a little odd. Like if the U.S. government imprisoned me, I don't want. A, a statue in no. a museum. I want you to like buy me an island. Yeah. I don't want to melt it I, down. Yeah. <laughs> Make it into a boat so I can go somewhere else. <laughs> like buy me a house. Yeah. What are you doing? It's just very, very weird that little yeah. segment. Like I get it. Mm-hmm. But no. Yeah. Um <sighs> but that aside for Anthony Mackey, uh if people didn't think that he was like a leading man, he 100% oh, is. Oh, he is. <laughs> like, yes. He's like, when I think about his career, like he's like been the star of so many movies without like me even really realizing mm. it. Um, that speech he gives at the end is fantastic. So good. Um, but I like for the character that they do like remember, like he's a kind of a therapist. <laughs> I forgot about that too. And they bring it up. I'm just like, oh, yeah. yeah. Like his first reaction is to talk things out rather than like punch mm-hmm. it. Great. Which is like, yeah, Very I'm different. glad to remember that in almost every fight scene, he's like, let's talk for her. Let's try this until someone else ruins it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I guess my last mentions of uh, the, the villain Batrock that appears several times, the French guy. Oh um, yes, played by Macklemore. Played by former UFC fighter George St. Pierre. Macklemore, um, yeah. Macklemore, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I appreciate that he returned. Like he was in. Uh, I was like, oh yeah, I remember this guy, boat guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if it's going anywhere, but okay. <laughs> like in um in the comics, he's like a French gentleman thief bad guy kind of yeah and he's just like very big and like very charismatic like captain america my old friend it's but like i hate you batrock you always ruin my things here he's just a one-hit wonder he's just a one-hit wonder i'm sad that he died at the end seemingly like i remember i forgot he was in it (laughs) like i want him to like be back more essentially yeah i feel like that was just kind of fan service to involve someone again Mm -hmm. which fine sure yeah um but yeah i will say for that speech it's it had every i was expecting it to go into corniness and it really is able to like stay out of that and it was very impressive and i was like man whoever like wrote this episode or at least that speech and stuff was like very impressive mm-hmm. and i was like is a white guy <laughs> what <laughs> i don't know about that. <laughs> she was a lot of like sensitivity yeah and, like... like that was very insightful sir yeah um but yeah i was very impressed by Anthony Mackie. I I enjoyed the training montage. <laughs> <laughs> also, every time uh, when they're back uh, in New Orleans, mm-hmm. and every time Bucky runs into um, 
Sam's sister. And he's like, hey. And he just smiles. And she's like, oh, yeah. And he's just like, stop it with my sister. <laughs> to be honest, I could watch a whole movie of just that. I want just them hanging out, razzing each other. And like, <laughs> and like at the end when he's got a couple, his fancy man arm is out. Mm-hmm. And like the kids are just hanging That's off of it. Like It was just so cute. I really enjoyed it. Like, if the show was about, like, he's trying to get this fishing boat back together with his sister. I'd watch it. And Bucky's there sometimes. Yeah. I would Uncle Buck? be very... <laughs> <laughs> I would be super into that. Yes. <laughs> I I want a short film of that. 100%. Just them having a good time together, just being regular people. Show me the feel-good Marvel film of just, yeah. like, no, there's no fights in this. The only fight is a fight against, you know, poverty and <laughs> injustice. <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah it was great yeah uh, i generally uh enjoyed it mm-hmm. i like i appreciate that they are dropping in between bat rock uh what's her face agent carter mm-hmm. um the dormelage like all that stuff was fun to pick like, oh because when i'm so dumb and i don't pay attention when bucky was picking up the beads i was like what are these beads Oh, or like, what are 100%. these weird things? I was, I was like, exactly what? in the same space as you were. And then I was like, oh, the beats. Like, oh, the mm, white wolf or whatever. <laughs> like, yes. It was exciting. <laughs> it was great. Um, What is up next? Oh, boy. Okay, so I watched this show. <laughs> you know I love Victorian London, Jason. Yeah, I know you do. More than anyone I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. Can't even fight it. So there was a show that I was very excited about called The Irregulars coming onto Netflix. Oh, okay, yeah. It was. It's going. It was about when I watched the trailer, which apparently I was not paying attention. It's about uh, Sherlock Holmes and how um, a lot of how he gets information conveniently mm-hmm. um, is through what he calls his irregulars, which is people kind of in weird places in society who fringes yes perfect Mm -hmm. yes uh who feed him information and so i mistakenly thought this was going to involve adults i would think so too jesus oh no it's young people (laughs) it's young adults it's like 18 somethings Uh they seem younger but two of them have sex so i'm assuming they're at least 18 or at least supposed to be in the show Mm -hmm. it was they're doing their best but the acting wasn't great okay all right around for the adults also oh no that's (laughs) it um so they were just they're kind of annoying um and it's super natural. Like they're oh. At first, I thought it was going to be the case of the week. You know, right? It seems like that kind of show. Right? Yeah. There are this group maybe of, a, a new cast every week, kind yes, of. Yes, this ragtag group of uh, fucking street urchins mm-hmm. um, who are hired by John Watson to um, solve little mysteries okay. for him. Mm-hmm. And so it. First, it's like a crime of the week, and then it becomes a larger, overarching like thing that they're trying to figure out. One of this girl, the girls, has like these visions and stuff. There's a very problematic. Um, uh, oh God, he's in the wire. He builds the dollhouses. Oh, Lester Freeman. Yes. Um, 
God, I forget his actual I forget name. His I'll name find right. it for you. Lester Freeman as a southern gentleman in like linen clothing. That's mm-hmm. like, it's not great. Um, it The one thing that kept me in it was when they reveal Sherlock Holmes and he was very attractive. Who uh, Who's playing Sherlock Holmes? Like, I wanted to know, like, like yes, this is about so the Irregulars, but how much do you see him and Watson? You don't see... You see Watson a little bit here and there. The second half of the show, or the last third of the show, Sherlock is involved, but really it's focusing on these kids. Okay. Um, it's... Oh, it's not good. Um, I wanted it to just be kind of a case of the week. I think that would have been fun. Um, but instead, it's kind of all over the place. It, uh... and, turns into like a frankenstein's monster situation jesus christ here's the thing i don't know who the show is for because like it is, is it for fans of like the victorian era is it fans of like the the literature of that time like the mary shelley sir, and like arthur conan doyle i don't here's the thing i think it could be a little too scary for younger kids so you'd have to get like teenagers okay but i don't know that they would even find it interesting i but it's also like not that they're showing much, but like there's also like relationships and stuff and like drug abuse. <laughs> so it's just confusing about who this was for. I feel like they started going off one way with two scripts and then they changed it. Ooh. It 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 wasn't great. Also, Clark Peters, the name of that actor, of uh, of Lester Freeman that builds a doll houses. Um Here's another question. Does it look expensive? Does it feel like money's put into this show? Some. Like, it's is it filmed in, in, in England or no? Vancouver for England? <laughs> <laughs> Vancouveland? <laughs> um, I, they put some money into it. Okay. I don't think it was filmed in London. I think they built a bunch of very nice sound stages. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, with, like, decent sets. Mm-hmm. It could have been Canadian. Um, but like, well done, Canadian. Okay. It's so, but there were British actors, so who knows? It was just, it wasn't, A, it wasn't what I was expecting going into it. I wasn't expecting supernatural stuff. Um, I just wanted to meet a kind of a kooky cast of characters, like who will be, you know, have different roles in society. That would be interesting. But instead it was teenager horny teenagers running around <laughs> london trying to figure out why this girl's seeing ghosts and if i want that i'll watch misfits all right or skins you know? <laughs> um, yeah. it's interesting like um it feels like every year we get like two new sherlock holmes properties and i'm sucked in every time <laughs> <laughs> and i hate myself for it like but i keep coming back for more and sometimes it really does feel like they vary in quality like wildly like sometimes it's great sometimes it's like what is this like mm-hmm. and i think it's because like part of the rights of sherlock holmes are like public domain mm. like part of the stories like some of them like if we wanted to we could make a sherlock holmes movie Let's which is why so many people do yes. <laughs> and i appreciate them trying to take a new like a new take on it something we haven't seen before mm-hmm. great and like i can even go along with a supernatural thing maybe but like it's just the acting it was tough okay it was tough also acting i think is more difficult than i you know can sit here and be like mm, that wasn't good um but 
but you know what you like. Yeah. <laughs> you know what you want to see. Yeah, and they're not providing that, that to you. It was kind of, it was a little bit all over the place in terms of what they were, what they were trying to include in it, I guess. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, another thing I watched that I enjoyed a lot, but was so endearing, but mm. also heartbreaking at the same time. Ooh, okay. Uh, was The Florida Project. Oh, that has been on my list forever, and I just know it'll make me sad, so I've been putting it, it It's good. But yeah. Man, is it sad. Yeah. Um, it's like, what what is life like for people in the shadow of the happiest place on earth? Oh, God. Like, what is it like to live, like, you know, a mile away from Disney World, mm-hmm. but you can't be, you can't, you can't even afford to go there. Yeah, where people can dip in and out. Yeah. Yeah, and then go back to their lives. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just, so the, the basic story is like, you know, the story of a summer, uh, for a single mother, her child and the owner of this, not the owner, sorry, the superintendent mm-hmm. of this motel. Um, and just kind of like looking at like their day-to-day lives and the difficulties and struggles of just trying to make it, mm-hmm. um, in this place, which is not easy to do. No. Um, yeah, I don't want to spoil giving anything away, but like you just see... And, like, you see the moments of happiness where totally. it's like, you know, like, yes. Like any life, there's ups and downs, yeah. Yeah, like, this is a life, like, you, you kind of, like, uh, really follow the kids a lot of the time. Oh, nice. Um, and just, like, their adventures in, like, this very confined place. And it's like, God, like, that seems, like, so difficult, but also kind of fun. Mm. There's a very much, like, a... a, a a Tom Sawyer element at points of just like oh Tom Sawyer Tom Sawyer element gotcha. at points where they're just like able to just like run around and be kids and like just like be and not, free and not recognize their circumstances and right. the struggle and whatnot yeah right and then you have the flip side of that where we're focusing a bit more like on what is it like to be like a single parent you know who has like <laughs> little to no income yeah what is it like to be the person that has to like you know run this place but not own this place but still take care of the people that live there right um it's it's willem dafoe's like most normal performance Aww. like he's just he's just a guy he's I, just a guy i would watch it just for that description because <laughs> no. i want to see him that's perhaps his greatest performance it might be his greatest stretch he's just <laughs> a, a mild-mannered dude who wants to like help the people Aww. that like you know live there but at the same time like you know it's his job and like you know he has rules to maintain is this post green goblin this is how what That's he's re- what <laughs> what he's retired to after he's like well that didn't work out all right like, ah, i got my ass kicked by this Guess teenager in new to york florida. i'll retire to florida yeah <laughs> um yeah, he he really does have a great performance in it, and nice. really the perform- the performances all around are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, what's her name? A uh, Brooklyn uh, Prince. Uh, uh, yes, Brooklyn Prince as uh, Mooney. Mm-hmm. It's like who can? What parent can parent this child? She has a personality <laughs> that is as big as like a, 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 a concert hall. Mm-hmm. Like she just is steals every scene that she's in. Nice. It's like. This is a, an adult in a child's body. There's so much attitude coming from this child. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, and her mom, played by uh, Bria Venente, um, who, like, I, I'd never seen her in anything before. Mm. Um, and it's like, oh, you're not an actor, but you're, like, fantastic in this. Like, oh, you're very, not. like, uh, realistic um, as, like, this kid's mom. Um, but, yeah, I, uh, I I really liked it. It is super heartbreaking. Mm. Um the ending is a bit ambiguous. Okay. But that aside, it's uh, a very enjoyable movie. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Has she been in anything else? Oh, she has. 
Maybe they're foreign, though. Um, okay. I will, you know what? With that excellent uh, review, I will try to get into the right mindset. Yeah, you got to get in the right mindset. It is, it is a very it. heartbreaking movie. Yeah. Jason. Mm-hmm. Surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. We're back in Victorian London. <laughs> <laughs> the question is really, have we ever left? <laughs> They got me again, Jason. Put on your stovepipe hats. Oh, Slather boy. on the black soot of a chimney. Yep, we get used to horse poop smells. <laughs> Load up on those cholera pills. Because <laughs> here we go. Um, so, The Nevers. It's on, oh, it's on HBO. I've not seen it. I saw this and I was like, this looks like uh, The Golden Compass a little bit. Oh. No. But go ahead. Tell me. Let, leave, leave it the down low. So it's basically about um, this event happens and now there are people with unique abilities, mm-hmm. uh, such as um, one person has like little like short glimpses into the future. Okay. Um, <laughs> one of them, she can see energy, so she's able to like build incredible machines. One of them's just big. <laughs> Huge. I'm not strong. I'm just very big. I'm bigger than the normal person. <laughs> She's just like 12 feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proportionately sized. I'm just 12 feet tall. And she's like a child. <laughs> so it's mostly women. There are some men. Okay. Um, But uh, so they're kind of two main characters, uh, these best friends who run basically like kind of a boarding house for people with these abilities mm-hmm. um and uh but um bad thing there's one of course who's gone bad there uh, always is there always is and so she's wreaking havoc and like there's another group that's trying to like m- murder people or whatever um, there's bad guys, they're the good guys, and you're just watching them. It's, they put a bunch of money into it. Okay. It looks good. I really like all the actors involved. I don't know that there's necessarily any names that you would recognize, but there probably are a couple faces you'd recognize. Okay. Um, and it's fun. And, uh, I'm into it. It's it, on HBO, right? Yes. Okay. There's been two episodes, no, three episodes so far. Um, and I was I watched the first episode. I was like, "Wow, that was good!" And then the credits started to roll, and I was like, "No, <laughs> no, no, no!" Okay, because it was created, written, and directed by Joss Whedon. Oh, he is apparently no longer involved with the project. But uh-huh. I was like, because he did all three, I was like, "No, oh no, oh no!" It's <laughs> <laughs> like it kept on coming. I was like, "Oh fuck." Now, here's a question I have. Not that it relates to Jasper in any way, but is there a reason why it's set in like Victorian London at all? Does it add anything to like the plot other than like a setting? Um. So obviously, like, it's almost like Victorian London X Men of like some mm-hmm. people are like, mm, I don't trust these guys. I don't like it because so it's something different. They're a publicly known quantity. Yes. Okay. Um. Of course, there's just big round tables of white men who are like, boo, no. Mm-hmm. Um, and because this woman can see energy and invent stuff, she's doing like some steampunk shit that's okay. fun. Um, 
basically it's to make things more difficult okay like because of the time because, because they, the these time, are mainly women yes like this Their is society was against them already right and now we happen to have these powers and people are like boo and one of them was like it's not a power i'm just big <laughs> Just the big person. I'm like you. Just 12 feet tall. And I'm nine. <laughs> Essentially, yes. Um, oh, boy. So I'm enjoying it. I like the actors. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm in for the ride, Jason. <laughs> they knew they had me before it even started. I was in. God damn it. Ugh, people are fighting their demons. It's great. <laughs> so, yep. Okay. You won, HBO. <laughs> oh, God. Um, speaking of uh, X-Men and Victorian X-Men, I watched Modern X-Men, uh, The New Mutants. Oh, you, you did? I watched New Mutants. I was surprised finally. you watched it. Because uh, it was free. I mean, it was free, one. Yeah. And two, like, it's they've said this movie's coming out three years ago. So, oh, like, okay. might as well watch it now. It's bad, but not, mm-hmm. like, bad in the way that this is laughable. It's bad. This is just forgettable. It's kind of boring. It's very boring. It's boring until, like, the last one quarter to one third of the film. And it feels like this movie was made in COVID, but it's not, it wasn't. Correct. Like, there are six characters. There's no that's excuse for this. it. Mm-hmm. Six characters and one, one location. One setting. <laughs> that's like. the real problem, yes. You're just like, oh, they want to get out? Me too. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, we're going to the clock tower. Great, guys. Now we're going to the basement. What an Here's adventure. Like, oh, God. What? It was... <laughs> How'd this movie cost this much money, one? And two, like, why... Why did it take you three years to bring this out? Like, this isn't an embarrassment. It's just lame. And if this is what you got after, like, multiple rewrites over years, boy, yeah. oh, boy, guys, I can't imagine. Like, rewrites and reshoots. Like, the people that are in this look entirely different now. <laughs> <laughs> Maisie Will- Williams is 42. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, like, why did everyone care so much about this and also, like, not care enough about it at the same time? Yeah. It's so weird. Because like, I remember when it was first announced, like, oh, it's going to be, like, uh, uh, superhero stuff, but, like, horror. horror and I was like, yeah. oh, that's an exciting twist. Maisie Williams, Game of Thrones was still big, great. And, like, it wasn't horror. There was only, like, one aspect of it that was horror-y for, yeah. like, five seconds. And that's coming from a big old baby. It was like, oh, these guys. These guys are creepy. They got big mouths and no eyes. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's it. They're running around. Yeah. That was it. Like, yeah, and there were things that were just, like, not well explained. Like, okay, why is a puppet sometimes a dragon and sometimes not a dragon? It, I, you know, I was like, why is she carrying this thing around? Why does she care about it so much? It took me the entire movie until it was like, oh, okay, this is what this is. Great. Yeah. And Anna Taylor-Joy is, like, a, a big deal in things now? Like, Yeah. It's She's like, in everything. And and that's the thing. It's like, this movie hurt no one. You could have yeah. brought this out whenever. Like, totally. Everyone's still fine. <laughs> like this coming out when it came out, because everyone fine. forgot about it. Yeah, it, it is an utterly forgettable movie. Yeah. Um. And yeah, like it's just it's just sad. This is the last vestige of like Fox's, you know, uh, Marvel properties. Mm. Like while while they had them, and it's just like oh, so this is the end. This is sad. <laughs> yeah. 
Like, it didn't go out with a roar. It just kind of whimpered away. Like you guys should have just, you know, you guys should have just walked away on Logan. You guys knocked it out of the park. It's just like, okay, we can now walk out of here, like ha- heads held high that we, you know, really did. Days end of this. future past. Great. Yeah. Call it a day it's after fine. that. But you went ahead. You did X Men Apocalypse. Why'd you do that? Oh, that was so bad. Like, why'd you do Dark Phoenix? Why'd you like stop making things? Stop putting the girls from Game of Thrones in your movies. Yeah. Like, That's not gonna save it. It really isn't. Yeah. They're not the good parts of these movies. No. They're not bad. But they're also not the good parts of these movies. And I I have no problem with the actress who yeah. played the main character, but like was not if that was supposed to carry the film for me, like Anya Taylor Joy totally stole the film from her, kind of. Yeah. Also that character's a jerk. Like weirdly like racist and like uh, She sucks. Like. Yeah. I was like, Oh, I don't even like these kids. <laughs> Uh, and like there's a real turn with because one of them I can't remember so long ago I saw it like starts out and is as an asshole and then he ends up being he quickly turns and is nice I'm just like oh I can't tell if you want me to like you or not <laughs> yeah it's not great yeah uh, man that was, that was the mutants I, I finally caught up I can now rest my soul is free <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, again monsters I watched Godzilla vs. Kong. So did I. My, I've been waiting for this movie for years now. I know. you. I really wanted to talk with you about this because I know you care deeply. You care a lot. You're the Rosamund Pike of Godzilla and Kong. Zen bought me a little Godzilla. Oh, we cute. watched it together. It was great. <laughs> um, so I called the plot of this movie a very long time ago mm-hmm. when they announced it, basically. And I said, there's no way. It's very obvious. It's not like a... <laughs> A really insightful prediction mm-hmm. but um obviously they're not gonna have them kill each other there's oh, gonna be not. a third party who's gonna enter and they're gonna have to team up and mm. kill it great which is what happened wonderful um if you fast forward through pretty much all the people parts it's fun mm. that's a good way to watch this it's the people parts that bring it down. It's the people parts are super it's lame. It's always the people parts that bring these movies down. Like the one that did it best was Kong Skull Island. Kong Skull Island is a solid ass. It's movie. fun. Um, so because they actually like Samuel L. Jackson is actually like involved in it. Yeah, and there it's actually like a war film. Like cool. The There's more part, going on. The people part of that that's boring is just uh, Brie Larson and Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, those two had nothing to do. Listen, I rewatched it and he smoldered like a motherfucker, so I was there for it. <laughs> he looked good. Um, so that was the strongest of all the films. Um, but so, yeah, as expected, the people part of this was incredibly weak. Um, they did what they could with it. Mm-hmm. Um, they, like, I don't know why they brought back the guy from Friday Night Lights. We don't need Kyle Chandler or Millie Bobby Brown. I thought, I honestly thought we were not going to see this character ever. Me neither. And I was like, why are we doing this again? Like, they were the worst part of Godzilla, yes. King of Monsters. Yes. Or the wife was. Oh, she I was like Vera Farmiga. Me too. A bunch. Me too. <sighs> they, it was not good. So, I will say, Brian Tyree Henry was fun. He was fun. Like it seemed like he was having fun. Like yes. um, he was fun, and I enjoyed when they were like in the arena and things. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, it gave me what I wanted, which was monsters and in a different world, and we're seeing new monsters and then big fight sequences. Mm-hmm. Great. When I watched it a second time, I just fast forward to those parts. 
wonderful. I started to fall asleep on my first watch of it. Like, I think I might have gotten a little <laughs> sleepy too. Um, so it was exactly what I expected, but I still enjoyed it because I mean it looks great. Like, it does. The CGI is like remarkable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it was what it was. Like, I would say that yes, I was looking forward to this movie. It came out, and it was just about what I expected to some degree. Yeah, like, it wasn't much. bad, but, like, it wasn't great, per se. Yeah. Like, it was weird. The CG in it wasn't particularly uh, as good as the previous films. Oh, I didn't mind it. They were. I didn't like the character models. Like, Godzilla oh. looked weirdly chunky. Godzilla in all these movies has been very bottom heavy. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's not an agile fella. Uh-huh. Which... Like, fair, he's old. He's just like, why the fuck do I have to do this? You guys keep waking me up and making me do this. I hate you. Why do you make me fight you? Get off my lawn. Uh, like, um, remember when I blasted your city to bits ages ago? We're going to do this again. Okay. Um, I I mean, I, I, I think probably my favorite part was where they go to what is essentially the upside down. Yeah, like let's go to the center of the, center the earth. earth. Yeah, let's meet the rock and it'll be fun. <laughs> um, and we got to kind of see a glimpse of this other crazy world with mm-hmm. all these monsters. Like, I want to stay there. Why don't we have the movie here? Why don't they fight here? <laughs> like, like in crazy monster world. Have them fight while these other monsters are getting involved. You're like, holy shit, look at mm-hmm. all these monsters. Um, so I wasn't disappointed. It was what it was. Like, what I feel this movie didn't do as well as the other previous films in this MonsterVerse franchise Mm. is, like, they were very good at, like, uh, explaining the intentions of these creatures. Yes. Like, they were very good at saying, like, well, this is why Godzilla is doing this. Or, Mm -hmm. like, well, this, he's the alpha, and this thing was, like, you Mm -hmm. know, a predator of his. Or, like, this is an invasive species that has, Mm -hmm. like, you know, risen, like, that's why Godzilla's back to fight this thing. Like, and in this, they didn't do it as well. He doesn't like that you guys are doing things that you shouldn't do. How the fuck would he know? know? Like... He like he senses that there's another thing out there that's like like him. Like give me a break. Like Woody. Like it's it's made of metal. It's like I get the biological connection. Yes, but that's not biological. Nope. Like and they didn't do a good job of incorporating that as well as I they agree. did with other things. Like they're pretty good with the lore on these things. Yes, yeah. which I appreciate. And like I I'm not entirely clear on like okay so we went to uh, Hollow Earth. Now we're in this big cave thing that is where Kong's family is from. He was the kid there. They were at once the kings of this area, but like they don't explain it. It's just yeah. like, okay. He's the last of his kind. Presumably they defeated Godzilla's at some point. Yeah, they have like an axe with a Godzilla spine on it. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. But then in the floor, there's literally like you see the Godzilla symbol. Mm-hmm. So, and then Godzilla is able to blast his atomic breath all the way to the center of the earth, that feels which like was hilarious. A lot of problems just earthwise. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. We got a big old hole, a straight tunnel to Monster World. Why wouldn't they come up here and ruin us? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't either. So, unsurprisingly, the storytelling wasn't great. But here's here's a theory I have. 
So Legendary Pictures, which mm-hmm. produced all right. the films, right? Godzilla films and the Kong films that mm-hmm. happened in the U.S. in the last couple of years. The old MonsterVerse. The old MonsterVerse. They also own the rights to Pacific Rim. <gasps> like, I feel like there was a script somewhere in there was like, this is how you get the breach. Godzilla Blast. Oh, that would be amazing. I feel like that was in there somewhere. They messed it up. And someone was like, mm, we can't put them all together. Like, we can't make it happen. Why? I don't know. That would be amazing to see <laughs> a bunch of... Um, robots fighting alongside Godzilla? It'd be interesting. <gasps> what if they could ride Godzilla? And <laughs> Do you make a giant Godzilla saddle? <laughs> the thing is, like, I, just, I feel like Warner Brothers or Legendary Pictures has written off uh, Pacific Rim a little bit. I as far as, like, I rewatched that. Mm-hmm. It was fun. I, I did watch Pacific Rim the Black, the uh, animated series on Netflix. Oh, I started it. I didn't finish it. It's okay. It really doesn't extend the mythos of like mm. Pacific Rim. Uh, it's very kind of self-contained or like interprets uh, the Pacific Rim story. Mm-hmm. Like they mentioned like, you know, uh, Stacker Pentecost and Raleigh, but it just feels like this is a very different story that doesn't really relate to Yeah, that. which is fine. So like, don't force it. Yeah, know? a little Let's bit. Let's pretend like they don't know who those people are. Yeah, don't, why even mention them? Yeah. Like, it feels weird in that sense. Um, but yeah, overall, Godzilla vs. Kong, it was all right. Yeah. <laughs> I still appreciate it. I was so excited. Yeah. Um, another thing mm-hmm. I watched on HBO Max, mm. um, like their other premium, because like they, they don't do movies every week. What's a month? That's all you get. Um, I watched Mortal Kombat. Oh, I haven't watched it yet. It's bad. Oh, I expected it. <laughs> this is not a good movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's, you had you had nothing but time. You could have waited. <laughs> <laughs> you could have just waited. Like it's so weird. It's, it's a it's a it's a video game series that does actually have a good story. Oh, okay. or at least like it is consistently like being expanded upon. Like the story that happened in, like 1994 has been expanded upon into like. 2021 like okay. they're still going with it and the game is very good at putting you in the shoes of the characters and making mm. you feel like oh i'm playing as this character now i'm jumping to this character like it has the best story mode in fighting games okay and it's like so you couldn't make a story in a movie where the story is like central to it yeah. it's just bad there's no star power in this movie mm. i don't know who any of these people are <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's rare for you. I feel like you always know at least one. There's one dude I know, Mikot Brooks, who was in True Blood and like Supergirl. Mm. And he gets his arms ripped off in oh. the first three minutes of this movie. Oh, no. <laughs> you could not sit through this movie. Okay. There's so much bone breaking and okay. arm ripping. Good to know. You wouldn't like it, I don't think. You'd have to mute every five seconds. Okay. Are the fight scenes at least good? The fight scenes are pretty good. Okay. I would say if you could watch like a super cut of like all the fight scenes together, yeah. I think you'd have a good time. Um,. Yeah, it, it's it's just so weird. Like, why do I why make this? Like, there's only one good Mortal Kombat movie, the one from 1995, and that's not really a good movie. Mm. <laughs> like, it's okay. Um, also made by Paul W. S. Anderson, that first one. Oh Jesus! But arguably his best movie. Like, it's this is a very watchable movie because he, he just stole Enter the Dragon and like put Mortal Kombat characters in it. Like, yeah, that's a good idea. I'm okay. not against that. Yeah. Um, but this one. It's about a tournament that never happens. Like, the whole thing is about, like, this is the Mortal Kombat tournament. But they never get to the tournament. They get attacked during training. And the tournament never happens. That's the dumbest. Like, 
at several points the costumes look cheap Aww. like it's just uh, it's so so not well done that's unfortunate like you can see there's a lot of money in this yeah but it's just not well done mm. um i would like to point out for a second that even i cannot get away from it the bone stuff mm-hmm. even in godzilla versus kong I'm not a fan of when shoulders are dislocated. Mm-hmm. And I knew as soon as like whatever happened and like you saw Godzilla attack him and his shoulder got wonky. Mm-hmm. As soon as I, he got up, I was ready with that mute button because I knew he was going to have to shove that shoulder <laughs> back into its socket. So I was ready. But like, come on. <laughs> Does it always have to be that? He had to shove his shoulder against a building. Mm. That's dumb. Like couldn't Godzilla just choked him out? All right, there's no bone breaking in that. He just passes out. Just go to sleep. Go to sleep. Let's <laughs> go to sleep. Um, I did watch the worst movie of all time. Oh. Oh, J- uh, Jason, it was bad. It was so bad. Cosmic Sin. I've never heard of this. This sounds like uh, a softcore porno. Oh, ew. <laughs> like, that's what that sounds like. So this is, I have to look it up because it's been so long. Um. I have never seen the budget or the lack thereof in a film before in my life like I have this one. Like the costumes look like a high school production of something. Who's in it? Bruce Willis. Yeah, sounds about right. It's one of his like <laughs> I can't I can't let go of being an action star. Oh, and Frank Grillo. Grillo, you know, he sometimes he does really quality work, and sometimes he's just looking for a paycheck. Fair. Um, it's uh, what is it about? Uh, a soldier who Bruce Willis has retired, but then they have to bring him back in for this one thing, mm-hmm. and it's it's just so bad. The story's bad. The acting's bad. The costumes are bad. Everything in it is bad. It has a 4% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. It is the worst, possibly, at least in my recent memory, it is the worst thing I've ever seen. I'm looking at the, the cast list. It's just like, oh, this, it's is, so this is disappointing. Bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, boy. Their costumes, like, it looks insane. It's just, like, it's just plastic. Ooh, that's and that doesn't even like. If you saw, it looks better there than it does on screen. This is bad cosplay. And yeah, and like, you can tell when they're walking around, it's just flimsy plastic. Like, it's a bummer. It's a bummer. You know, those actors were bummed putting that stuff on. Like, why does Bruce Willis do this anymore? Like, just retire. You obviously don't want to do this. Do you love money that much? <laughs> maybe he made some bad investments. Maybe maybe he's got the Nicholas Cage situation His going. Kids are grown, so he shouldn't be having to pay child support anymore. Like, w- w- why? It's like when I think of speaking of Nicholas Cage on the opposite side of that. At least he does things that he likes. Yes, and that look insane or crazy or fun. Like, right. like this might be bad, but this looks fun. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that looks like completely joyless. It was terrible. Oh God, cosmic sin. Don't see it. I won't. <laughs> I will not. <laughs> um, the last thing I want to talk about mm-hmm. that I've seen uh, is Southside. Um, I really enjoy it. It's currently on HBO Max. Um, it has real big Detroiters energy. Ooh. 
Ooh. Um, insofar as like the style of humor, um, the setting uh, happens on the south side of Chicago. Nice. Uh, we follow several pairs of individuals on the south side of Chicago, mm-hmm. like um, a pair of cops, uh, one who's extremely strictly by the book, one who is just very much like, I will let you go if you pay me $100. <laughs> <laughs> is it contemporary? Is Con- it set contemporary, in- set, okay. in, set in today. Okay. Uh, two guys that work for a repo company mm-hmm. uh, that just graduated from community college, one who loves astronomy. <laughs> That's so sweet. And one that like just says, you have too many kids, but he loves like his kids a bunch. Aww. <laughs> like, That's so sweet. Um, and then we follow like, you know, other minor characters like mm-hmm. in the neighborhood um, as they interact, intersect with each other. I haven't even heard of it. Um, it's produced and uh, like made by uh, Bashir Salahuddin. Um, you might have known him from like Glow um, or uh, he's been in so many things as like minor people okay. um but he is hilarious it feels like get out of my head because i feel like we're the same person oh <laughs> um, that's awesome he is uh i want to see jason in a show he's very funny um that show overall is very funny um yeah it's just i have not seen anything about this yeah it, it was uh premiere comedy central in 2019 oh, central um they were they were greenlit for a second season um but the pandemic happened oh okay um but the second season is and- that common um, he, he might be there. Yeah. Um, they have various Chicago celebrities show up at several points cool, in time. Cool. Cool. Um, they make various jokes about Chicago. Um, <gasps> in a positive way, just like nice. things like indicative to like you know, uh, just the the area. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's just they they will have subsequent seasons on HBO Max. Nice. Um, it's picked up as like a Max exclusive now. Oh, sweet. As various other like Warner Brother channels and properties sweet. have been like Search Party. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, it's only 10 episodes long the first season. Okay. Each about 20 minutes each. Nice. Um, yeah, it's just really solid. And like the jokes keep coming. Like they they, they have, they don't let you breathe too often. It's like, nice. we're going to hit you again with like a joke every two minutes. <laughs> like, That's awesome. So it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. I also watched, my last thing is also an HBO thing, but it sounds like the opposite. Mm-hmm. And that it's very sad. Because um, you also know I love a murder mystery. I know you love a murder mystery. I'm following Kate Winslet. Following Kate Winslet. And Mayor of Easttown. Oh, I've seen advertisements for this. Um, so there are a lot of Philly accents because we are in Pennsylvania. Interesting. We are in. I feel like nothing's set there anymore. Yeah, we are in blue collar somewhere outside Philly. Okay. Um, small town. Everyone knows each other, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, Kate Winslet's character is Mayor. She, M-A-R-E. Um, she was a hometown hero for playing basketball. Now she is the main detective at their small police department. Hmm. Um, oh, different for her. Okay. They give her like shitty highlights. Her <laughs> roots are growing out. She's frumpy as hell. Kate Winslet finally got to have some cheeseburgers. Oh, and, like, she good just, for her. She looks like a normal, still obviously Kate Winslet, mm-hmm. but like. Everyone looks normal in this. Okay. Um, it was it's like beautiful. I'm very curious to see this. They frumped her up, Jason. <laughs> Celebrities are just like us. <laughs> um, it has uh, Guy Pierce, uh, hmm. David Denman, who is Roy from The Office, plays her ex-husband. Yeah, that feels right. Mm-hmm. That feels right. He's a um, good ex-husband. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I surprisingly, uh, in the second second episode. Evan Peters shows up. Hmm. Uh, 
Yeah, as a another detective. I almost think of him as a boy in my mind. I know. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, yeah, you're an adult. He's a and he's, adult. He's our age. He is. He really is. And so, but he also, because she's like a curmudgeon, she's had a tough life. Hmm. No one there has had an easy life. It's all kind of tough. Mm-hmm. Like a depressed, like, uh, former industry town. Everyone, Yeah, everyone's trying their best. But, um, so he comes in and she's basically just like, fuck you. Damn. And he's just like, um, okay. And I'm going to get you a coffee. And like, he's just trying to be helpful Mm -hmm. and not like one of those, like kicking in the door. I'm from the County. Like I'm going to help. He's just like, okay, ma'am. I respect your jurisdiction. Uh, I just, I would just like to help Mm -hmm. if you let me. (laughs) Basically. Um, and so it's only had two episodes. I didn't even finish the second episode yet. Um, cause I was talking to you, Rachel. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, a uh, local girl is killed. We all, like, we've been introduced to all the players, kind of. So, um, I have a feeling of what's the deal is. But, uh, yeah, I, it's a murder mystery, but you're learning about all these people in this town. Uh, and it's good. I really like it. I'm very curious about this. Yeah, like, Pierce looks good, too. He's the only one that looks good in this whole thing, or is he looking frumpy? No, he looks good. <laughs> course frump up pierce <laughs> like he had a shirt off i was like oh guy you look good because he's not like the youngest guy on the planet <laughs> not the youngest guy oh you <laughs> that guy fairy though <laughs> but i was like oh okay guy, good. um so i feel like he might be the bad guy but um yeah okay i will i don't know how many episodes there are gonna be i'm guessing anywhere HBO, they're probably going to milk it. So I'm going to say eight to ten, maybe. That sounds about right It for probably them. should be like six to eight. Like, this feels like something that I think would have a bit more prestige, but I feel like I've only seen... I've seen advertisements for it, but it doesn't feel to, like, take, like, the main page oh, on HBO Max. HBO knows what's up with me, and they're just like, you know you want to watch this. <laughs> so it's been uh, advertised to me heavily. Okay. Um, but I was looking forward to it, and uh, it's good. I will say this. that It seems like their algorithm on HBO Max is pretty solid, mm. and it doesn't try to overwhelm you with, like, a thousand choices. It's like we got eight for you yeah maybe you might like one of these mm-hmm. okay um but mayor of east town mayor of east town yeah. okay i'll take a look at so that. far so good nice yeah that's uh, all i got that's all i got i don't have anything I mean, else that was, that was plenty <laughs> <laughs> oh. mm-hmm. yeah i mean yes we've watched quite a bit in this time um yeah hopefully you're at home watching some good things maybe you take some recommendations from this um yeah i have to catch up on the oscar winners same here um i saw and heard some things that are a little controversial but i mean when are they not as far as it's like upsets like oh Oh. no one expected this person to win this one oh who oh the name namely uh anthony hopkins winning best actor over uh chadwick boseman who everyone assumed would have gotten like the posthumous award yeah uh and everyone's like you give it to the the old white dude who's already won one of these and i what is what is the role that i don't even know it was not a very uh well promoted film and wasn't uh seen by many people and I he, don't was, think. he was also nominated last year yeah for another film that nobody saw except for me was that the the, the new pope? pope the two the, the two, two popes, popes. <laughs> pope 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 squared <laughs> young sheldon <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> which, like, he quite frankly didn't. It was a fine performance, mm-hmm. but like, I have not uh, yet seen that movie with Chadwick Boseman. But like, his performance from the trailer looks pretty incredible. So like, I can see why he would win. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, guys. What was the role that he did it in? Uh, goodness, I have to look this up. Yeah, it's just, it was a very uh, surprising. Uh, oh, is it the one with Olivia Coleman where he plays? He's like losing. He's got Alzheimer's. I believe that's the case. I did not see that movie because again, it looks sad. Uh, the father, the father. Yes, 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 yes. I know. I think it's available to watch on HBO or something at the moment. Like um, this got little to no promotion. I feel like like it just kind of flew under the radar. I remember there. seeing the trailer for it. I think like it came out. I, it wasn't filmed during COVID, but mm-hmm. it came out during COVID. And like, who wants to watch a film about a daughter struggling to take care of her ailing mm-hmm. father who ha- who's slowly dying from Alzheimer's? Right. Like, probably not the time. Um, not a lot of people looking for that content. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sure his performance good was good. Like, the, he looked good in the trailer, but um, yeah, I don't. I don't know about that one. Uh, does he should, already have an Oscar? Uh, he does for Sounds of the Lambs. Um, it should also be noted that he appears in the Rob McElhenney show, um, Mythic Quest. No <laughs> shit. In this new season that's coming out. I feel like he's secretly quite a playful guy. He is. I think he really, he honestly does not pay much attention to these kinds of things. Mm-mm. He seems in general like uh, not flippant of like the system of the Oscars, but generally like I respect it. However, I'm not always trying to go out for it. I'm 800 years old. What yeah. do I give a shit? And he honestly seems to do things that he thinks are fun. Yeah. Like, I'll be a Transformers movie. Sure. He was in a Transformers movie? He was a big part of a Transformers movie. Like, the the fourth one or something like that. No shit. Yeah. He plays a very prominent role in that movie. That's amazing. And for him, he's like, yeah, it's kind of easy. I just show up, like, you know, like, no one's asking me to do a second Is he take. playing, like, a bad guy businessman No, he's something? playing, like, a good guy who's, like, you know, oh. behind, like, you know, like, we need to organize people to, like, you know, help the Transformers. <laughs> sure. Tones. I love it. I love your choices so much. Oh man. It's so weird, but like you can't fault him. You've been around the sun how many times? Like whatever. In the two popes, he just gets to wear some comfy robes and shuffle around and be like angry. Great with his buddy. Like, cool. As I understand it, he's got a pretty crazy Instagram. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like it's because he's not in charge of it. No, he is. It's a lot of what? like self-posted videos. Yes, Tony, <laughs> Tony Tones. Well, I know who I'm gonna start following now. So yeah, like that's like one upset of uh, of the Oscars. Um, Little did his either nephews and nieces <laughs> or uh, uh, grandchildren realize that once they showed him how to use it, <laughs> yeah, things would really take off. Like there's one video where he's like running in his living room and it looks insane. <laughs> like it's like you gave it. It's like you gave a camera to a three year old. <laughs> 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 um so yeah like um outside of that like you know there were a lot of contention for certain things this year um that i was interested in i was uh, very interested to see who would get win best supporting i believe it was danny kalua for yeah, uh about uh, time judas and black messiah he's been doing a lot of good work for a long time but that was a weird one you put the two actors of the film 
uh, against each other. Lakeith Sandfield and Dana Kalua. Mm. Like these are these are not exactly equal roles. Like I would oh, really? say that Lakeith Sanfield, you could consider him to be the lead of that movie. Because it, would, it starts from the with this trailer, char- it seemed like it, yeah. It starts with this character, it ends with this character. It's called Judas and mm-hmm. the Black Messiah. Like he mm-hmm. is for spell, he's the Judas in this right. situation. Um and it just feels like uh yeah, like it's it would be more appropriate if he had the lead and like uh Daniel Kalua the uh, supporting, but but Jason, that means that two black men could win. You know what? We can't be I, having I that, didn't Jason. Say it. I didn't. I we didn't can't say be it. having it. <laughs> what are the old white men to do? <laughs> you want Anthony to sit at home in Wales and cry himself to sleep with his other Oscar? Oh no! You got the other Oscar. The other Oscar company. All right. I'm Just... looking at an Instagram post of him talking to Easter eggs. Yeah, it's like fucking wild. I think he's fine. He doesn't care about that second he Oscar. Super doesn't. You know, he was shocked to be nominated and to win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, the Academy votes the way it votes. What can I say? Oh, God. Um, I know Soul won for Best Animated Feature. Yes. Um, really <laughs> felt like it was in a category all by itself to some degree. Like, And John Batiste won. Did he? With Trent Reznor and whoever the third guy is that no one will ever remember. Such a wild combination of Trent Reznor. Atticus Ross. Yes. <laughs> Trent Reznor, Atticus Ross, and John Batiste. Yep. How wild. Okay. Yep. <laughs> and I keep forgetting John Batiste is like around our age. Like He's like... Uh, he's like 36 maybe like he's not it's not man. fair <laughs> he has more talent in one of his piano hands than i do in my whole body <laughs> also i think i told you i saw a music video of his because he i think has put out an album mm-hmm. and the song was great and i was like oh oh john <laughs> i usually only see you sitting <laughs> i see you dancing now sir and i'm Paying attention. It's a real John Legend uh, Alicia Key situation. Once you get it behind that piano, like show the world what you got. All right. Like he looked good. <laughs> and I his um although I think they have a new one now, but his uh theme song that he does the dun 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 that he does. I love that song. It's the only YouTube videos where because I always watch interviews after like the day after on YouTube. And, like, when they cut from, like, the Seth Meyers show or whatever else, mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want to listen to this. But it's the only one where I'm just like, oh, yeah, the, it <laughs> it's is a, over. But I just want to hear this song because it's so good. Like, It's a great theme song. It is a good late night theme song. Yeah, I love it. Like, so It I feels was, like many others have skewed it. Like, um, I know that, uh, not Craig Ferguson, James Corden, mm-hmm. um, he has a particularly, like, upbeat one done by Roger Watts. Yeah. Um, of the current running late night talk shows, yes. I like Stephen Colbert's done by John Batiste My too. the most. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Um, yeah, I was very uh, happy about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll. I guess we'll go over more about like Oscar stuff next time we meet. Yeah, sure. Or maybe not. Who knows? I mean, I'm basically the old lady who won for Minari because she was like, oh my God. I got this award from Brad Pitt. That's how I would have been, too. I'm just like, oh, Brad. (laughs) Worth it just for this handoff. (laughs) And he was just in the corner kind of (laughs) laughing. It was great. Like, um, yeah, she's she's won quite a few awards in this time period, I think she's a big time, yes. And I think she's like a big time actress in Korea. Mm -hmm. It's just that she crossed over at, you know, 472. (laughs) Which, awesome for her. Okay. Have you... Did you see? I've not seen Minari yet. I would. I really want. She to. is. Uh, she is fun in that movie. She can be funny and sweet and yeah. Mm-hmm. Of oh, the best picture nominees, that was the one I wanted to see the most. Maybe because mm-hmm. I was just very curious about it. Like, yeah. oh, well, what's, well, I, what's this about? 
um, for Best Picture, what one? I believe Nomad Land. Yeah, one? I Which have was to watch that. Also, kind of controversial too. It's like okay, the movie that's like about homelessness and very pro Amazon apparently. Like oh, no. it's, but weirdly enough, not on Amazon. It was on uh, Hulu of all places. That was a uh, was the host for Nomadland. Confusing. Very odd that was the studio that produced it. Okay. Um. But yeah, it just shows what uh, a weird little tucked in message there. Yep. <laughs> Very weird. Like, look, Amazon, if you're struggling, can save you. Like, can I? Don't know how well that flies. I read something because I haven't seen it. I read something real quick that said like Amazon actually let her onto them onto the premises to actually shoot in like an Amazon facility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. Yeah, I. I, I started so generous. Watching, <laughs> I started watching Nomadland. It looks quite interesting. Like mm-hmm. as I was getting through it, but like um, I did not yet finish it. Gotcha. Um. One person that did show up in that movie that I was very surprised, David Strathairn, um, who is also I know the name, but I can't put a face. He's a dude it. that like we all know and have seen in things that we just you can't put the name to the face. Mm-hmm. Um, he appears in The Expanse, and like I was telling you before yes, we started, he's in everything. Yeah, like I, I was deeply getting into the, the Expanse. His character he's is always, fantastic. He's on always that. put upon in everything that he's in. Yeah. Um, yes that is very true <laughs> and then like he shows up here like i, I just i just saw hey what are you doing here <laughs> but you can kind of say that for almost anything that he's in what are you doing yeah, here? yeah, yeah. He, of course he's here um but yeah i i got nothing else to talk about same i think i was just excited to talk to you it's yeah, been so long <laughs> thank you so much for listening yeah uh, and we'll talk to you again soon bye bye